you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Talkspace. Therapy should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. That's why we love our friends at Talkspace. With Talkspace, you can get unlimited messaging to your dedicated, licensed therapist for only $32 a week. Go to Talkspace.com slash zone for a special $30 discount off your first month. Or download the Talkspace app on the Apple or Android app store and use coupon code zone. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Today's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Honest. Are you looking for a healthy start? Honest.com is here to help. Delivering trusted products for the home and family right to your door. Go to Honest.com and save an extra 25% on your first order. Enter offer code HONEST25 at checkout. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. Let's start the show. Friends on Pod, February 2017, Black History Month, one time for our ancestors, one time for the history, one time for the blood, sweat, and tears, and the glory, season, and salt of our past. <laughs> to highlight this month, we want to showcase somebody who's put together a lot of great music that everybody loves, a person who really personifies duality, Drake. So, so we want to highlight. We want to highlight one of Drake's tunes today. Uh, sorry, this took so long to get to y'all, but it's real love, not fake love. Here we go. I've been down so long, they look back up to me, pass a cup to me, turn around, make sure, and point that big old butt to me, straight up to my face. I'm like, damn, bitch, give me some space. <laughs> now we've been on the phone, it's getting ugly. You in my shrubbery. Looking through the windows, people in the tub with me, all up in my face. <laughs> I was just about to get a taste. Yeah, something ain't right, this bitch talking. Something ain't right, now I'm walking. Everything's wrong, neighbors gawking. You following cheap who's talking, like bummy, like bummy. That's when they pull up to my place. Flashing lights all up in your damn face. Bet you wish the shit was Kanye. Bet you wish the shit was Kanye. <laughs> uh, 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 baby, these charges ain't fake. Dustin had the time today. Next up is Asante. 
the nigga got something to say. He been not so long, they look back. To the friend zone. That's right. Oh my God. Turn up your volume. I'm Yo still wants. down and all the dust is changes. Because <laughs> you know, right. that's how that Drake beat go, though. So you it you just be takes ready. me over when we I get on the mic. I don't know. I turn into Bun B and then. Because you know, Drake a little you bit know. of everything. You know, he, he a little Canadian. He uh, a little, you know, a little he, You know, so he's a little bit country. Yeah. He's a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> Remember when his stands got at me talking about his dad is from Jamaica. And then, okay. <laughs> oh, Memphis. did I show you? Right. Did Stop I show you that me. meme? Oh, my God. Have y'all seen that video going around about the couple breaking up and they do the video? Yes. So they made oh, a meme of Drake May? sitting there. It's oh. about how long have you pretended to Wait, be? Wait, I thought her Jamaican. name was Sad Bay. My bad. <laughs> oh, no, it was Hurt Bay. Right? Oh, yes, Hurt, Hurt Bay. <laughs> so many bays today. Speaking of bays. I thought it was Haram Bay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I've been down so long to look back up to hurt my feelings. I'm glad I got no cameras in here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Woo, welcome to the front. Call your way to the top. <laughs> You're so stupid. Round around. Oh, shit. <laughs> Welcome to the friend zone. You're once at some point within every day seven every seven day period. Look at all point. things weekly <laughs> or mental health, mental hygiene. Because who on the you know what the fuck it is? <laughs> I fucked it all up. But goddamn it, it's gonna come at some point within every seven days, and it's your look into everything mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Yeah. Not Eugene. Yes. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Especially not Doctor Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> Go, dialing back to the bass, you know, the hashtag bass. We have a bay in the studio. I mean, yes. B-A to the E. It's a bay. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. We have the bay in the studio. Oh, okay. oh my. Oh, <laughs> you my. Know, three days in a row. So three here days. she go. We have Netta in the building. Yay. Yay. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming again and again and again and again. I feel like We've I've been seen here you so much. Hellas. I feel like you should not go back to wherever you're going because you belong here now. You're part I of the mean, thing. I mean. Everybody's so used to seeing us on the internet together now. They're like, oh, my God. Just add me. It's fine. You're here. You're already, you've been at it. Come on. You, if this was T-Mobile back in the day and at the five phase. Oh, I'm on the family a... plan. What? Oh, my God. Wait, can I be on your family plan? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. You said I'll try. I'll try. No. You know, I'm on Diane's family plan. Okay. You said I got that new They're trying plus. to get that data plan <laughs> grandfathered. <laughs> my plan is grandfathered, okay? And they tried to offer me a new plan. I'm like, I have no. a good plan. Mm -mm. Don't touch Don't the do it. Don't do it. Reconsider. Read the <laughs> literature. Because they have changed and they will try to play you. Thank Keep uh, your heart. Three stacks. Keep your heart. Imagine you with Diane. With the Outcast shirt. I've had this Outcast shirt for like 50 years. Wow. It's going to last another 50. <laughs> and then they album gonna come out. And but anyway, mm, uh, mm -mm. hey everybody, what's going on? 
don't shade them like that. <laughs> That's right. We had a great show last week, didn't we, friends? We did. It was so much fun. As usual, you guys had a lot to say. <laughs> Y'all did. Y'all, <laughs> Y'all had so much to say that I, I mean, didn't pick damn. out one comment because <laughs> all y'all are we are we doing this? I'm Are we going there? <laughs> no. <laughs> Go there with Asante. No. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Asante. The birth of a new segment. Let me tell you something. <laughs> For all you 90s babies out there trying to school us on what the stove does, oh y'all ain't even been cooking it. Some oh of y'all learned what the drawer was because y'all burnt yourselves down there, okay? <laughs> my electric hood stove that grew up in our hood household, yes, the stove grew up because at some point a guy had <laughs> walked out the fucking house, you had to get it replaced. There was no electricity or heat or gas or anything happening down in that bottom drawer. So pans were down there, but I always thought to myself, it get a little warm down here. Do we cook down here? Do we do something down here? No, we don't do none of that down there. So don't go telling me what the bottom drawer was for because my bottom drawer didn't do none of that. I know what I'm talking about. If your bottom drawer did a little something, maybe you can get in and do a little something else in it. But don't worry about my bottom drawer. How you doing? That's right. <laughs> Ours had cookie sheets and um, broiling pans and pans. shit in the bottom pots. Okay. It wasn't no, no air, no heat, nothing nope. going down there. Nope. So I don't know what they talking about. Now, if that's what happened on their stove, that's right. fine. That's right. It's probably been some dishes cooked in your stove that we don't eat either. But that's, <laughs> that's not right. the point. The point is that that's what was in the bottom of urine, and urine. this is what was in the bottom of mine over here. That's right. So, And I knew exactly what... Y'all schooled me, though. I didn't know what the hell was supposed to be happening But let me tell there. you, though, you know what your stove does when you're cleaning it. Let me just say that, okay? <gasps> oh. you know, if you are. It's, if you are. So for oh. all y'all down there oh. talking about, you know, oh, oh, this is what it do. Do you know that? Have you cleaned it? Okay. How are your cookies tasting? Thank you very much. <laughs> I know. I take mine's out and sweep up under there. <laughs> okay. You got to pull that drawer out and sweep, get up under there with that yes. drawer and a rag. Yes. So, <laughs> you know. If so y'all could see Dustin's cross-legged. Oh, my God. Just saying, like, you know, you got to clean <laughs> up. That's the stove. It'd be grease. You have to scrub and degrease stuff. Get you some 409, yes. you know, some awesome. Giddy up 409. What's the stuff The um Damn, I cannot think of the name. It's a degreaser that's really popular amongst black family households. <laughs> I can't think of it, but it'll come to me at some point. But you need some of that <laughs> to get all that stuff, that gook off of there. You got to yeah. scrub. Ooh, and if you don't know gook. what that is, huh? Spell gook. N-A-S-T-Y-K-I-T-C-H-E-N, <laughs> Nasty Kitchen. That's how you spell it. So I just feel like, you know, like, you're supposed hey, to get it before it starts. You know what I'm saying? That's it. So, yeah. That's right, Akila. Take that. Okay. <laughs> Look with my old Leave it to be Spell it Yeah. Sleeve Stacking S-T-O-C-K-I Mr. Oh my god How did you get The color purple Since we're going there What's your name child Oh my god That damn dog Flying in the room I told y'all about that Episodes ago Beloved was too much I was like Oh okay. beloved No thanks Yo No thanks I read the book That's So enough. I knew You know a little bit About what was gonna happen But once no. it came on that... All in my face I was like Yo <laughs> Okay. Whoa. The whole time I was looking for Yo, somebody else to take my place. Right watching now. that. No, <laughs> <sighs> oh, Fran, please Y'all wipe away. on today. Please wipe away your tears, Fran, and tell us what you found in the comment section. <laughs> I'm like, I can barely. You are. Read. You can't even like blink right now. <laughs> this is what we do to our pretty much every read. week. Okay, hold on. I said. <laughs> 
If it's anything about a stove, just pass it. It was based on your music segment. Hey. <laughs> it's based on the stove, just pass the stove. It. Y'all got Asante triggered. Um, Mallory Bake Barker, excuse me, on SoundCloud said yes to the Sade tribute. I was thinking Janae as well. Corinne Bailey Ray is yes. awesome, and okay. I would add Goapale. Mm, right? Yes. Who I'm like, damn, that's mm, a good that one. That is an awesome one. Nora Jones. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> I'm not sleepy. Uh, you know what? And she, she don't said, make you tired. <laughs> Nora at Mia Jones. <laughs> you know, we I'm still want to do diversity. I just don't want. I, I mean, this is gonna sound really shady, and I love her down. I just don't want them to throw Tori yeah, Kelly out there for another thing. Who? You know, Tori Kelly. They throw oh, her for oh, every tribute, oh, and, I, oh. and I love Tori you Kelly. You add her to the show. No, no, I'm just oh. saying. I'm just saying. I'll take Nora Jones because you know we know a lot. You know they're gonna just be like, all right, well throw Tori Some in. It's like fresh sounds. Song. Yeah. Shit, they're going to have to stop fresh. just throwing Tori and stuff. That's what happened exactly. at the Grammy, at wherever they was at, in that Prince tribute. Right. That was exactly. horrible. When she was up there with, uh, who was that she was, uh, it was, I mean, it was just Was horrible. that, um, Andre Day was part of that? No, no, no. I don't know. No, was... she just acted a fool I at the Grammys it. last week. Yes, that's, that's that was, why. That was horrible. <laughs> I'm telling you. You sound like somebody grandpa. It was, I mean, it was just <laughs> horrible. Horrible. <laughs> but I'm tired of them plugging and playing with Tori Kelly. Yes. We know she's got a huge voice. Yes. Now we need a moment from her. Yes. Yes. I'm tired of it being Agreed. so just generic. Um, we need a flat iron. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, if, they, if they part her hair and like flat iron it, I think we'll like... As a member of the natural hair community, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I cannot... Support this. No, she's oh. white. <laughs> so it does, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's mixed. No, she's mixed. She mixed. Oh. Her Ooh. dad is black. What? I just let him do it. I'm like, <laughs> you see how we were like, um, I, was like I thought she was mixed. <laughs> okay. Wait. Because I'm, y'all, this is like a, this is a moment. Oh, shit. Tori Kelly is mixed? Yeah. Yes. Let, me, let me see what she is. I swear, listen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because all, do you realize that from the time I have known that there was one, that there was a Tori Kelly? You thought she I was I thought white? she was a white woman. I could see how. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen her parents. I've right. never heard any talk about her background. I've never done any work to research her background. I mean, so honestly, I they just throw her in the thing. They just throw her in the thing. That could really, really sing. I promise you, they don't give Tori Kelly like a moment so you can be like, damn, who is that? And go check her out and get into her. You just her. know right. somebody with it's, a really good voice. Right. And, and either just, you already are familiar with her and you know she can do it. But it's like, they're not giving her like, all right, this is Tori Kelly's time. Like, She's the, the, the personification, the, the artistic personification of that uh, Krusty the Crab meme. You know, he's in the middle and everything's going crazy around it. Her oh voice God. is Krusty the Crab and the styling and the, the performance choices and the uh, just everything else is what's all around her. I wish that we could just Develop. have a moment that her voice deserves because she's that good. She is really vocally. good, though. Her, um, her father is Jamaican. Her father is of Jamaican and Puerto Rican ancestry, while See? her mother is of Irish and German descent. Go oh. ahead, Tori Kelly. <laughs> okay. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. A little bit of everything. I only knew that because Claude works with her a lot. Shout out mm-hmm. Lewis York. Yeah, Lewis York. Shout out to Tori Kelly. I didn't know you a baby. Your face. You were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you what? had no idea. I mean, it, it <laughs> happens. Look, there's... Look I, I did not know. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know. Somebody put move that star across the podcast with the <laughs> rainbow behind it. The more like you know. On the head this week. <laughs> I, did, I didn't know. <laughs> okay, Tori Kelly. I should have known. No, no, I'm just playing. I'm about to start cracking jokes. I'm not. Please don't. They're going to be in your comments next week. Netta was there and didn't say a word. 
Look, and somebody's sitting there right now, like, that's right, Netta. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Let like, them know. She did right, Netta fake ass. Okay. She just let them go ahead. Hold and your <laughs> friends accountable. They're going to be on my I'm like, mm, problematic phase. Okay. I'm like, yes, he's listen. problematic and. Like, no. Going to the church is finna be open. Still going to crack them when the mics go off. A little bit later. Oh, my God. Maybe even while they're still on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but Mallory, in Mallory's comments, she also said that she would add Rare Valverde mm. to the mix. R- Have R-R-B-B. you guys ever heard of her? Yep. Mm-mm. She was on Love and Hip Hop New York, and I like she was a stiletto <laughs> specialist. I like that her uh, name is RRVV. A stiletto oh specialist. <laughs> 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 you know I love her. I think she managed Mariah Lynn. Oh, BBOD. Oh, girl, bye. <laughs> Wait, is this the same person? No, this is not. This is an artist from Brooklyn named Rara. Yeah, she's from... Oh, no, she's a Queens girl. Oh, well, New York. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a really dope artist. I promise if you guys look her up, you're going to actually be like, oh, shit, her music is tight. And the reason I know mm-hmm. her is because oh, her sing? sister mm-hmm. is named Nene, and I went to school with her. Oh, okay. So when I saw this comment, it kind of blew me away because I don't, I don't get the honor of seeing a ton of people talking about Rare because she's like right now kind of like on her come up. Mm-hmm. So to see it in the comments kind of made my day because that's Sweet. a connection to my elementary school. Shout out to Rare. She went to school with all the talented folks. All the Ninas and Rares, all the Brooklyn girls. So shout out to them. Uh, definitely check her out. And to Mallory, good looking out for bringing her up. I thought that was really cool. Why don't you come on over? Valerie. Valerie. Right, maybe we can get some, some push uh, on her sounds that'll be really yeah, dope be come dope. on friend zone folks you know how y'all do in the music yes. segment I'm gonna check her out yeah uh, Rare Valverde yeah I'm gonna check that out Dustin what did you find in these Twitter streets in these streets in these streets in these streets yes didn't know that come on breathing we got the remix we had we had, a, we had our first feature this week okay, okay. damn you got to get on the other one now. Y'all are hilarious. Yo, yeah. so um, we had so, so many, so many tweets. I want to give a shout out to everybody who showed love, like at LB313, who remembered what I was talking about last week when I mentioned Direction Salon, Half Past Three, The Wild Pair Shoe Store, all those things. <laughs> shout out to everybody that remembered that. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to at JVanity, at J-V-A-N-N-I-T-Y, who tweeted, I'm so mad at Look at Dustin because I'm looking for a new crossbody bag for my trip right now. <laughs> and as so many women reached out who... I was in tears at the women that were like, how'd you know about my jewel sandals? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the jewel sandals, the crossbody bags. Um, I want to give a shout out to Melanin Jen at Melanin Jen, hey. just like it sounds, who said, every time I see Ed Sheeran, I think about Catch the Musical, thanks to Dustin oh, and Friends on no. Pod. Ed Sheeran is a natural for Catch the Musical, as I said last week. Oh my he God. looks like he needs minimal makeup for that, and he would just excel. Friends on Homework, if you have Snapchat and you catch Ed Sheeran on your TV, snap a picture with him on that cat filter. <laughs> no. and, 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 and tweet it to yeah. at look at us. Bring us, bring it to oh us. God. You know, and y'all gonna um, get that rotated on the, on Twitter now. I'm just curious to see how frequently <laughs> we're gonna catch Ed Sheeran in our our mention. I love it. Like uh, also, <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I would like to give a shout out to at Sky Rita who mentioned that she was screaming when we said that Katy Perry looked like she like. 
When we said, <laughs> see, that was God. What are you about to say? My mouth is like Tongue like dabbing you. or something. But anyway, <laughs> she's tweeted. I was screaming when Dustin described Katy Perry's dancing as writhing, the floor being hot, someone shooting at her feet, or what? her dodging a puddle. The friends on. So shout out to her. Shout out to the people that get the joke. Shout out. The last shout out goes to at Sheba underscore Ness. Um, who listens to the show every week? She said that she just wanted to show us how dark her barber side is. Um, she apparently is a barber and she has barber side on her table. What and color it's quite is it? opaque, just as we said. So that means that it would be a safe place to go get your <laughs> stuff done. That depends on how dark your barber side is. Oh so God, shout out to everybody in the street. Hey, I remember that. I'm a shop kid. So the hey. barbers, like, that's real. That dark barber that's side. That's hella that, real. That, but it's funny because it's something I've never. Noticed? Talked about or, yeah. or so when you what? said it, the yeah. fact that it popped into my head immediately. I'm like, why do I know this? I know. Why is it? Why do I have a visual of barbicide? It's part of the black all that program. Sh- all combs, brushes, all everything. Down in there. That's right. If it ain't dark, don't touch my scalp. I'm don't rescheduled. Touch my <laughs> right, you're not even prepared. You don't uh, even. You're not you, ready. What What you got for Friday at two? I got my okay. son. Um, Got basketball. I'm looking okay. around. Just any excuse to get out the appointment. Literally looking around, asking all sorts of questions. Like, oh, did you open the shop by yourself today? Your <laughs> sister not here. Oh, I'll, I'll be right back. I'll get some of my car. And don't let the chair across the way have the right barber side. Oh, so that what? That next month when I'm at standing appointment, it's standing across the room now. <laughs> there is okay. no there is no beef like switching barbers in the same shop. Oh, that well. sounds real messy. I'm like, you do that? Yes, you do that. I'd be afraid. I, I, I have never done that, My but I've seen it off. done, and I've understood why it's been done. You know, sometimes <laughs> it bees like that. So, uh, Usually, yeah. it's, it's something understandable. There's a little though. bit of tension. Usually, <laughs> it's understandable because it'll be like a scheduling issue. Like you may right. change your job, or they can't get you in on Saturday mornings anymore. But you really, most often been wanting to go to the other person anyway. So, yeah, you know, it's like a relationship. Yeah. I, I told you there's, so there's tension in every relationship. Sometimes yeah. your barber get too popping, so then he want to take on three appointments at once. It's like, why'd you do that? So then you got to, like, teach him a little lesson right quick. Or, or they it. completely ignore your directive and do whatever they want to do to oh, your head. My, that's and you know very that happened. Thing. You know that happened to me when I went back to black barbers. You've been going <laughs> to them. If it's somebody that's been cutting your hair for a long period of time, I guarantee you after year two, they get comfortable. you sit down and that you may tell them one thing. No, we're going to try it this way this week. If you don't like it, we'll do it next week. I know, they do that I, kind I know of your head. I know what I'm going to do. Yeah, <laughs> so Dustin, what services that. do you get at a barbershop? You well, get your beard? This is before. Oh, I'm like, right. yeah. And you know what is so like, funny? <laughs> you know I just switched phones? I was mm-hmm. looking at a picture with you with hair. Mm-hmm. That's how long we've been playing. Oh, you know I'm gonna need I'm gonna need that forwarded. I send it to you. I, when I moved to New York, I let my hair grow. I shaved my head a year before I moved to New York. Oh. When I moved to New York, I think the so second right year I let I my hair you. grow back, mm. and then I cut it off again. I need to see pictures. <laughs> I got you. Same. Because I can't even, I, I can't imagine. picture it. I got no. Some tricks. I got I some blonde pictures for y'all. I got what? all that. Everything. <laughs> you ever heard that? Wait, 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 what? I, I got all that for Serious? y'all. Yeah. I'll show you. Throw back. It's, th- it's Thursday. Okay. What? Throw it back, throw it back, throw it back. <laughs> <laughs> throw it all back. <laughs> Ooh. I know. My heart. Uh-huh. Oh, happy belated birthday, Rihanna. It's Pisces season. Yeah, happy belated oh, birthday, yeah. Rihanna. Oh, I love okay. Pisces. A queen. Right. Since the Grammys didn't want to give you no love, they we didn't want to give you nothing. Wow. But you were standing up there looking bad, okay? Gorgeous. As she looks so good as at the Grammys. Use. As per you. <laughs> yes. So, 
Right? So let's jump into this week's show. We wanted to talk about, because having Netta here, I felt like she was the perfect person to jump in this conversation with us. And we're going to talk about duality. I'm looking at Fran like, what's she going to say? I was about to yell out. I was looking for, you know I was looking for a moment to be ignorant. So like, sex. But she didn't. I was waiting for you. Hey. You saw me. You saw me. I was like. We are sex positive. Right. That's right. Okay. High yeah. five, Fran. Right. And for those who need the definition for clarity, duality is an instance of opposition or contrast between two concepts or two aspects of something. So I know you guys might be like, what about duality, though? How do we, what are we trying to target in this week's show? Well, when you are hyper-visible online and known for a specific thing, Mm -hmm. and of course, that is going to give much background on exactly what she does and what her work is, for those of you rare those of you because everyone knows Netta (laughs) those rare of you that may not know she is but she's hyper visible and is known for a specific thing similar to me with wellness where everyone's like if you think of Fran you think of wellness so me me. Dustin, <laughs> I don't know. Dustin, I'm scared with that. I'm scared of what you have so say. many adjectives that you could describe. That water, you think of him telling you the water was cold at the bottom of the stand-up urine. No, I'm just playing. Yo, you know my mom found that joke so funny. She brings it up all the time. She was like, I didn't get it at first. And then she said a couple of days later, it oh hit her. God. She was like, oh my God. Dustin is a fool. She was like, I can't believe that's what you meant. I love your mother, and I'm so sorry I told you. So. I cried when it hit it. It'd be hella awkward when your family be like, hey, I saw this. Be like, no. Don't listen. No, 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 no. Ooh. Right. Let's not. We are so happy to have such great advertisers supporting this show. But their support wouldn't be possible without the support we receive from all you guys listening. Because we rely on your input to help us understand our audience, our show, advertisers, and just how great our listeners are. So please, set aside five minutes and go to podsurvey.com slash friend to take a quick, easy, anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little bit better. That way, we can find advertisers that are well-matched to you, your interest, and the show. Plus, once you've completed the survey, you can enter a monthly drawing to win a $100 Amazon gift card. That's right, a $100 Amazon gift card. You're listening now, ain't you? Even if you've taken our show's (laughs) podcast listener survey before, the current one is new and different. So I'd really love for you to take it all over again. Once again, that's podsurvey.com slash friend. Thanks again for your help. $100 Amazon gift card. But we thought that it would be interesting to talk about the pressures that come along with being known for one specific thing and kind of being boxed in that. And what happens when your career almost becomes your persona and right. your personality? And then all of a sudden, expectations, and then you f- do feel restricted where you're like, mm, maybe I shouldn't tweet that or say that or support certain issues because it doesn't align with this box that people see me in. And you don't want to take away from the how potent that box is, especially with Netta. She does activism, protests. She really has the black community on her back, basically, yep. carrying us all the time, thank all you, of our... by the way. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. That was so <laughs> heartfelt. You're like, thank I, you. For real. Like, I don't want to have, <laughs> like... a lot of pressure. Yeah, I don't want to have, like, a moment with you, because, you know, we don't not, like, about that, because I don't be wanting to do that with you, but, like, seriously, like, a strong black woman, such as yourself, to be doing all this shit for 
I mean, there's some ungrateful niggas out there that just don't Oop, even know. Listen. I just, I just, I mean, we somebody has to say that. If you can't, I can't I'm say, say it. And if so you can't say that, say. Uh, let me say that. Like, there's some ungrateful <laughs> motherfuckers out there. So I just need to really? take a moment and say thank you for thank everything you, that you have and everything you continue to do because it I is important. I love you, friend. Right? Oh, my God. <laughs> but we thought it would be really interesting to talk about how the pressures of your career being so massive, if it's almost bigger than you sometimes where you Mm -hmm. almost feel like who you are as a person and your human experience does that have to take a step back to this massive light that you've created that almost seems bigger than just netta yeah so before we even get into that duality tell people who you are and how the impact you've made what's your sign (laughs) well i'm an Um, no, for real, I am an Aries. My birthday is April 16th. Oh, <laughs> six days after mine. Hey, that's why, that's, crazy. that's why we friends, <laughs> right? Um, okay, so I'm from St. Louis, born and raised, and literally the day before Mike Brown was killed, like on my Instagram, I literally was celebrating the fact that Boosie was free and out of jail. Wow, like, wow, oh, that was such a great day. He had that press conference and his all white and yep. the throne. Yeah, like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> now don't ask me about Boosie right now, but like yeah. in 2014, I was we were so happy. happy. Right. Just a moment. Um. So then, like literally the next day when Mike Brown was killed, you could see the change on my Instagram. Like everything is activism related or mm. something where I'm somewhere because of activism. Um. And yeah, like when Mike was killed, I remember this woman on Twitter named April who I've been following since like 2009 tweeted me and was like hey, something happened, the police killed this guy, he's in St. Louis, his body is still out in the street, just take a look at this. And I'm like, April, what? Not like what as in the police killed someone, because they do that in St. Louis, but it was just like, his body's still outside, and it's like 90 (laughs) degrees. It's Mm. hot as hell in in August, hot and humid, so I'm like, nah, like that can't be right. So I get on Twitter, and I saw a few people were still talking about it, not a lot of our media channels were talking about it at all. Or they called him, like, a man, like, a man killed today mm-hmm. in Ferguson. Like, it was real casual. And I just remember some of my first tweets were, he's not a man. He's a boy. We only knew he was, like, 17 or 18. So I'm like, he's 17 years old. That's not a that's not a man. If he was white, you would call him a boy. He would be, like, a boy scout. Mm-hmm. He had, like, been, like, the, the troop leader or some shit. Like, you would never... Cat- characterize him as a grown man if he was white so that made me upset and then I remember seeing that picture of Mike's mom where she when she first got there and she was crying and like just that look and when she was like do you know how hard I worked to get him through high school and like that just broke me um and me and my best friend Taylor we went down August 9th and I just remember hearing little black kids say they saw Mike Mike get killed I remember seeing his blood still on the ground, like underneath this, um, this this light pole, and they had washed it away earlier that day. Like I remember seeing the pictures of like soap and water, and his blood was still there. And I feel like that was like the spiritual like moment where like there was some type of agreements made that I had no clue that I was even doing. Where I'm just like, if this is what I'm supposed to, if this is where I'm supposed to be, then this is chills. it. <laughs> I'm saying like it was real, like it was like a. <clears throat> Some type of, like, something, like, an exchange happened where I was just like, if this is it, then this is it. Right. And I remember, like, my family, oh, no, like, clowned. 
Like, you're not going down there with them. You don't even know them. You don't need to. No, you need to be in the house. It's dangerous because they're from the South. So it's like we've lived it. We know what they do to black people. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, OK, but I'm not scared. So and I have nothing to lose. And if they kill me, too, then you need to clown. Like, so right. this is where I'm going to be at. Wow. Took my car, everything. Like, it was a mess. So a you mess. just felt a called to we it had to left. like me and my best friend we were like literally cleaning the streets every day after the police would um tear gas us because they would leave all the canisters and stuff or like glass or whatever and people still use the street so we would go we went and bought like brooms and stuff from walmart and literally would just clean up the street every day after they would tear gas us every night and I remember following your tweets, mm-hmm. like when it was happening and, and being shocked because you guys were f- documenting it yeah. through your videos, yep. through the tweets, when you guys were running, getting tear gas. I remember there was one video you were like dodging behind cars and it was surreal because the it was news, like a move. It was yeah, like the shit, news like isn't going to show you that Mm-mm. aspect of it, you know, that like like in real time like seeing it from your eyes as if we were experiencing and i remember just being like wow. it was completely different than what was on the news i'd never experienced anything like that that's what made it so surreal right you know, to like a new journalism it was almost as if your tweets and your account of what was going on what you were witnessing was putting us right there with you yeah. And so that's what made it so different. It wasn't so much a report. It was as if you were right. saying, look, y'all, do you see this shit? That's what made it. made it. I think it just <clears throat> made it real and legitimate to a lot of other people right. who prior to that just viewed it as news. Now. Yeah. That's I what think, it did. Um, I remember two things. Elon James came to Ferguson several times. But we did. He had like this live podcast. And we did not expect that night to turn into what it was. But he has this auto recording, and I can only listen to it. Like, I've only, maybe twice I've only heard it, and I haven't listened to it in, like, a year. But it literally is, like, us running, and he's describing everything. He's such a great journalist because I would have been, like, what I was doing, which is screaming. Like, right. screaming, running, all this. But we jumped a fence, some person's random backyard, and laid down in their backyard, like, 12 of us, because the National Guard was driving up a street, and then up an alleyway, and a helicopter was, like, shining a light. They were looking for us. And we're like, what are they going to do when they find us? Right. Because the National Guard had already been cleared to do whatever, to, uh, you know, restore peace, whatever that is. Whatever that means. So I'm like, nigga, we might die tonight. Like, for real. And, like, that video, you could hear, like, the shots and all. It was, like, it was it was crazy. Right. So that, and then I remember one time CNN had literally tweeted, we're standing on West Florissant at the QT, and they're like, shots fired. I look up, and I was like, no, fool, it's a firework. So I literally took a picture, retweeted it, CNN, and was like, why are you lying? <laughs> so, like, that was the type of stuff we were doing. Right. Today. Like, why are y'all making shit up? Wow. It's already bad enough. Right. And I think that really set a new tone for Twitter, too. Because yes. I think Twitter for us for so many years had been initially just a swap of jokes Yep. Award shows, like the hangout time. It was a hangout right. spot for all of us. And then suddenly, when the influencer and blogger scene kind of got hot, then it was a swap of products and you know experiences and blah blah blah. And then after with with you and Elon and Duray, like I think that's when it was like, hold up, there's real life shit that's happening too, though. And you yeah. guys became 
the the journalists and not just for black twitter you right. know what i mean just for the world because i remember you. people yeah in europe palestine, said, palestine like sending Egypt. us tips and yep. saying like if you get tear gas this is how you clear your eyes yep. and i remember crying when i read that because i was like that's crazy they're sending us tips Man. like yeah. On how to survive, you know, because they use the same the same tear gas, same tactics, literally. Right. So you guys really changed the face of Twitter and journalism and the news That's and real. media, you know, which was powerful to experience. So after you had that responsibility, because this is where the duality part comes in, did you sort of feel like you couldn't really just be Netta anymore online? Like now you are this like entity this thing you know what i mean that's so much bigger that now represents as we're calling it you know well i mean you don't call it black lives matter but i know that gets put on you a lot with Mm -hmm. the label and feeling like you carry all of that on your back does that do you kind of feel like your human experience has kind of taken a step back to this creation I think when the very beginning when I was trying to figure all that out, right, it was like, well, do I say this? Do I still tweet Boosie lyrics? Like, do I <laughs> right, still? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, and the answer was hell yeah. Like, <laughs> these, like y'all followed me, not the other way around. So, right. Like, don't demand nothing from me. Like, I'm just as human as you. Right. I don't like descend from like some mountaintop to come be a human. <laughs> like, I literally go to sleep. I'm tired. Right. Um. So yeah, no, I I'm really. I feel like I'm really intentional on still maintaining the core of who I am, which includes I might curse somebody out. I might tweet some lyrics that might be offensive. Like, (laughs) I'm just still going to be me. um, But I also still can be an activist or a policymaker or a thinker or stuff like or a creator. Like, I could do all these things. Right. And I think what we're doing... All of us, um, all anyone who is visible or creator of some sort, like you're still maintaining the integrity of who you are on top of whatever your work is. Because your work is like secondary. Because if you aren't who you are naturally anyway, then your work will suffer, period. Right. There's a lot of people who I think are, they share that view with you, right, Netta? Whereas... Yes, I do this work. However, my integrity is just as important to me and also the normalcy of my life, my day-to-day life. Um, For people like myself who are extremely skeptical, normally when people are trying to share anything with me or persuade me to something or or, um, just shift my perspective, I'm automatically skeptical. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people who think like me. But when you were so honest, so just authentic with your, your feelings, everything, you do tweet boosy lyrics. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit like that will make someone like me actually believe in the work that you do and trust you. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? To like believe information that you share, to rely on your account of certain, you know, or your record of certain, you know, events as accurate. Right. You ain't no alternative facts around here. <laughs> so so like that will then switching. right. Right. We ain't doing like that. Me, right. We're not. There's a lot of people who are new to activism in general, don't even know how to classify that or certain things. And you made it easy for some of us to be introduced to legitimizing these feelings that we've had for a long time and yeah. even knowing how to express them. So that is where a person like me was able to say, <laughs> okay. This girl, you know, she's got it. Like, yeah. she's, she's doing the right thing. And then to then meet you 
and we can share boosie lyrics and inside <laughs> jokes and I love shit. it. It keeps going back to Hang out. You know, it's the cornerstone of our friendship. Right. <laughs> but, but, like, you know, it just was endearing. And so it motivates all of us to share your tweets. It motivates all of us to share stories that we have of personal times with you to get the message out there and to get the eyes on the right thing. Mm. And I think that that is why you've been so successful in your just transparency almost because we believe you. And yeah. because we believe you, we want to help. And you know what I mean? And do our part. Right. And so that's what's been so fascinating about all of this. It's so many of us who have figured out how to responsibly be, um, you know, concerned or visible or vocal about these feelings and issues. That's the bonus and the benefit in all of this. I think For me, shit. <laughs> <laughs> For a lot of people, like, respectability politics just plays such a big part. Like, if you feel Every in order time. to be invited to the White House, you have to talk a certain way or you need to have an, a, a degree from elite school. Mm -hmm. Dress a certain way. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? I could literally tweet some sexy Rihanna lyrics and still be at yep. this meeting with Valerie Jarrett in, yep. like, two hours. Love yeah. that. Like, yeah. all these no things can happen. No one's ever told you, like, oh, maybe you should separate and get, like, a netta Twitter oh. and then your activist Twitter so that your work doesn't get sullied by mm -hmm. the Rihanna My lyrics. My Twitter is the work. Like, literally, again, that. like, you follow me. So <laughs> right. that means I get to this direction, the flow, all of that is whatever's coming out of me, not the other way around. Love that. I heard on the read last week when somebody asked, like, how do you deal with pushback on whatever the content of your show is and greg was literally like you get what i give you right mm -hmm. and it's like and? i don't give a fuck right like <laughs> hello you don't run this twitter like it's mine right. it was mine before you knew me yep. it's gonna be mine after and that's it right. i agree a hundred percent it's mine i made this what about you guys do you guys ever feel like because I know, Dustin, you want to be an actor. Yes. Do you ever worry, like, ever, I'm laughing while I'm asking because I know you're going to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but do you ever think, like, how am I going to get these big feature films? I don't know who's looking at my Twitter if they happen to catch you making fun of Jackie from Basketball Wives. Every day, right? <laughs> the good thing is, I feel like the people who will have some influence over making decisions on me, don't even know who Jackie Christie is. <laughs> so I don't really be worried about it. She's you know. a boss. Yeah, so she's got business. Sometimes, you know, I worry about that. But more than more than anything, it's, it's about, like, how I want to be represented and displayed. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's more so about that. So I feel like if I'm... If I'm if everything that I do is well-intentioned and it's true to who I am, even though that's the most ghetto, dumb cliche I've ever heard, and I hate it, but if I am true to me, you right. know what I'm saying, then people will understand the work that I do. And I will end up co-hosting Good Morning America. I will end up making great movies. You know what I'm saying? I will do all of those things because people will want my take on whatever it is. The whole Dustin. Mm -hmm. right. And so that is that. that then, it kind of soothes my anxiety when it comes to people misunderstanding me and my messaging and my way. Right. So, yes, to answer your question, believe it or not, I do think about it. I don't give a fuck, but I think <laughs> about it. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, I guess that's where I'm asking because I know everyone, whether mm -hmm. you are hyper-visible or not, 
everyone has a certain idea of what their higher self version is mm-hmm. or what your future or perceived version is. Yes. And a lot of the times we put this weird pressure on us of like, oh, it's when I get there, you know, yep. or it's this like other place as opposed to who you are right now yes. today in this moment. Not to be hippy dippy, but I think we tend to create a separation. Yep. Yeah. And it that separation itself puts so much pressure on what you start displaying online in hopes of being viewed that way. So I always wonder, like, someone like you, Dustin, that I know you don't care and you're going to make fun of Benzino. You know what I mean? (laughs) 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 But I also know you you have these feature films in the back of your mind. You have living in London and theater, you know, and I wonder that duality of these two sides of Dustin. I feel like I get a pass sometimes because I do tell jokes. Mm -hmm. And so people know that it's not really malice unless I say it is. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Right. So they know that, you know, we're just telling jokes. And it is important to me. But there's a responsibility that comes along with that. Mm -hmm. I can't tell irresponsible jokes. So I do have moments where I'm like, okay, should I say this or shouldn't I? And normally I always say it. Right. But that's because I'm perfect and I won't say bad things. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I was going to be like, that's what? <laughs> you said that so slick, too. I'm perfect. Okay. That actually was perfect, the way he said that. He did. <laughs> <laughs> See? No, I'm just playing. But, yeah, it's important. You just want to be right and do right. And I'm 30, over 30 now, so, like, maybe that's why I think about that kind of stuff. There was a point in my t- of time in my life where I didn't give a damn, and I just only did what I wanted to do. It was a rebel. <laughs> Pedal to the metal, goddamn it. The bandana on your head's making that uh-huh. even funnier. <laughs> All you hear is bad to the bone when you look at me. Oh, nah, my God. What about you, Asante? Because we know you have your music goals and the empire you're trying to build and your firm representing creative. Do you ever worry, like, how can I be this mogul? I used to. Like, before when I was working, like, um, I hate to say this, but, like, when I was working those, like, oppressive jobs where you had to be, like... Oppressive Why you hate job? to say yeah, it? Yeah. It's be- true. Because... I saw you at your oppressive job. You, me too. <laughs> Being oppressed. Yes. And you... And By you a saw pink blazer. Okay. So... <laughs> I remember that Asante. Yo, Mary Kay boss, you ain't like her that day because we laughed at that blazer on tight. (laughs) Because that blazer is like, come on now, but she's nice. Um, She did look like a tube of lipstick. Yes, so I think back when my (laughs) just when I thought was great. Stop it right now. You know she's probably listening. Okay, good. Hopefully she don't wear it no more. Like Portia, who who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Me? Who said that? Who said y'all, that? can I just tell y'all, I don't know what it was that I text Asante. <laughs> I can't even remember, but I know it was something like serious. And then he writes, who said that? Who said that? Who said that? Like three times. I was like, is my phone glitching? in a row. Because in a row. I was like, I can't stand you. <laughs> Okay, to answer this question, um, (laughs) I used to care, but I don't care anymore. And a lot of it had to deal with, um, I have to worry about myself. I can't worry about how other people perceive me. I can't worry about what other people want from me. And I can't worry about what I can do for other people to make them happy. Like, I have to worry about doing for me and what I feel like is going to make myself feel the best. And a lot of that is selflessness. So a lot of the time, it makes me happy to make other people happy. So I have to protect myself a little bit more to make myself to keep myself happy. So I decided 
whatever I decide to say and do to people, it, it don't really fucking matter because the Twitter space is usually just my space where I'm tweeting whatever I want. I can actually choose whether or not I respond to you and I don't have to. You can tweet me all day and all night and say whatever you want and you can tell me I need to change this about myself or whatever. I don't even have to listen or look at it. So I just decided I'm just going to do what I want, live my life and be who I'm going to be and all the other shit will come with it. Fuck Twitter. True. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, As we were use, all just at Twitter I yesterday. I know, right? I'm just uh, playing Twitter. I love y'all. Y'all know I love y'all Twitter. Shout out to Twitter. <laughs> and their dope-ass offices. Like, what? Right. That building it was, was lit. Shout out to Elizabeth. And shout out to Netta and Jamila and, and April. April. Yes. Who all nailed it on the panel yesterday. Represented hey. us so well. That Very was really much so. dope. Great. That was a good time. And you know what? I hate to do this again, but Jamila really took me back when she brought up that uh that playing uh, story. Um, um, Justine. Justine Sacco. Oh, Seiko, whatever has Justine was. landed yet? <laughs> yes. Or whatever. Yes. I forgot all about that. I told you like, too when she when brought she it up. It, I was like, ooh. And I don't know why when she said it, I remembered being back like on the old tweet deck and watching all that and everything go <laughs> down. Like I remembered that. Watching it unfold. Yes, they had like the remember she they caught her in the airport like an hour or two later. Yes. Like this Dude, like, hey, girl, like, you fired. <laughs> yes. I know she got off that plane like, what the fuck? <laughs> but you know yeah. what? And, and the duality of that was when uh, was when Jamila was talking about how. Way to bring it back. Okay. I, I'm just saying, you know, she was saying how that, how we all were jumping there, looking at the report, how she got fired. And people were saying that something needs to happen. That can happen to any of us. And, sure can. And I think that was one of the. What the Hello? Heck? It's, it's not asking That's for her calling. Okay. She's like, she on the phone. Um, <laughs> no, her lawyer. Like, don't mention my name. Yeah, but just as quickly as people turn I'm on Justine and deservingly show. so, mm-hmm. you know, they can, the audience, the wave can turn on you for anything Hell that you yeah. say. And that Quick. was one of the things I thought about before when I was tweeting. Like, oh, if I tweet this, like, is somebody from my job going to see it and think? Or if I tweet this, is somebody else going to think that? And then I just said, it don't matter what anybody thinks. I'm going to just tweet whatever. And if they got questions, I can answer them if I feel like it. Right, right. because you also know what you're not going to tweet. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Friend. Now let's talk about the things we delete. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "Mm, delete, delete, delete. I'll just log off. Right. Let me just log off. Screencast. That's Photoshop. No. (laughs) Fake news. So, Friend, Mm -hmm. this will be interesting for me to hear your perspective because. I know that with the work that you do in wellness, right? Mm-hmm. It's very easy for people to peg you as one thing mm. or that you don't have, you know, multiple sides to your amazing personality that we all know and love, but everybody not be, might not be privy to that. So how do you handle that, being able to express your duality or however many alities you have? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how, do, how are you able to express that? There are many. Okay. Every ality. Octality. <laughs> How many alities you got? Well, you know, it's it's been it's been growing pains for me because I can't really say that I haven't figured out yet. Mm-hmm. I'm still figuring out how to be friend in all the spaces that I occupy. Mm-hmm. And I remember I just this week mm-hmm. I Dustin and I were on the phone and we were talking just about, you know, the show and just different goals and stuff and I started crying. <laughs> In the middle of our conversation. And it was so random for me because I'm not that person. But it was just that moment of me. I'm, like, really going through heavy transitions emotionally right now. Girl, is that the year? It is. I think 2017 is is really the year of transition. Yes, it totally is because I think the your sensitivity gets heightened the closer you get to being who you are and Mm. i think we talk about that all the time like just be who you are be who you are and it's almost become cliche 
and you think like you know it's just like saying what you want and dressing how you want but it's actually like the layers are a little bit deeper than that and then the new challenge and we talk about all the time new levels new devils is okay once you have gotten your goal and reached your dreams and all these things you wish for and you have it in your grasp how do you express yourself authentically in those spaces you know what I mean because for me it's wellness I've reached a lot of my goals I have my tour Mm -hmm. I'm happy with my team but now it's you know even being on the friend zone it's oh, but you shouldn't laugh at this because your friend and your spirituality. And it's like, okay, so now it's almost like I created a monster. You know, like I created this monster of spirituality where now people don't view me as friend having a human experience. They view this light, you know, this light of the higher self conversations I'm always talking about and wellness. And they forget that I'm... I was listening to someone. There's a, a new podcast called, I love the name, it's called Bad and Bruja, <laughs> which I think is Rain genius. <laughs> and Bad there and was a, a, a guy on there, I think his name was like Daddy Shiva or something like that. Ooh, and he, right. right, very cool kid. I actually followed him on Twitter because he was dropping daddy, gems. Daddy, daddy, daddy. And he was saying, I'm a, he was saying, I'm amazing. Like, I know all this stuff. I have this incredible knowledge. But I think people forget that it's filtered through my humanness first. Mm. And I, like, mm. got chills when he said that because I'm like, <laughs> yes, we're, like you were saying, Asante, we're going to be problematic. I might say things that are wrong, but that shouldn't take away from the greatness of my work. But I know that that gets tricky because let's say someone like, just to throw that out there, like an R. Kelly, <laughs> whose human experience is like, whoa, he's made some choices. But then we love his higher self, which is when he's creating. And clearly he's God body when he's in the studio. You know what I mean? And channeling the stuff that is through our childhood. We've all been like, whoa, he's amazing. King of R&B. You can't take away his talent. But then as a, when you look at him as a human filter and right, that's when you're like, ooh, can I enjoy what he channels? <laughs> his godness. He is. <laughs> but it makes you feel a little bit tricky, though, because we're so quick to judge. But when you think about yourself as a human, there's a lot of fucked up shit people don't know about you either. It's just that, I mean, his a little, a little heavier. Right. A little bit more I mean, well documented. Everybody ain't out here. Yeah, right. you know, his I is mean, just well documented. Khalifa. <laughs> right. Like, can I? Mama Joyce voice. When you're done, can I say something? No. <laughs> but I, do you get what I'm saying? Like, Completely. I think where, where I think the journey that I have gone through, and I've said this before, it was from not being aware of myself at all to almost being hyper aware when spirituality came into my life. And then the thing about spirituality when it first hits is that you become super judgmental because you feel like you found something. You have to wake everyone up. You start feeling mm-hmm. this panic of, I know something you don't, and if you don't do it, I have to save you, and you want to save the mm-hmm. world. And then I had to get past that evolution and be like, why am I trying to save the world? That's ego-based. That like that's not my job. It's gonna make you feel better than everybody else. Okay. Yeah, like I I suddenly started taking on everybody's, Ooh. you know, and it was just like I had to kind of step back. Um, I know you saw a post because I saw you like it on Instagram. My friend Netic. Yep. Yes. Sure did. He wrote an amazing post. And this I like week. when he just said because I am. Or right. What he said, he said he's working on this book, and he said he had to step back for a second and say. Who the fuck cares about this book? Why am I writing this book? Is it my ego that just needs to be 
praise and achievement. And he wrote, yes, the fuck it yep. is. <laughs> he was like, and the information in the book is going to be amazing for the masses. But I also know a lot of it is ego based. It's me needing to be seen. It's me needing to be viewed as something. It's needing to reach, you know, a level of achievement. So I start wondering with people like Netta and all of us, when you reach those high levels, you know, do you start kind of compromising who you are in order for those high levels to continue to be polished and continue to be viewed as this bright light? You almost start feeling the pressure of, I don't want to sully this light. You know, like imagine, just because we keep bringing him up, an R. Kelly you know, I'm, I wonder if he could have been like, damn, imagine how amazing my career would be if people didn't know that I had this problem with children. Or, you know, so let's, I hope I'm going to tie into this correctly with you. But mm-hmm. but let me just start by apologizing um, to black women, right? Mm. I feel like as a gentleman that enjoys trash television, for the longest time, I said I would I would say I'm not watching this because I don't like watching black women attack each other and all this stuff. And not to say that I'm going to justify. Yeah, y'all can you know slap off on each other on TV and whatnot. But more so to say, I felt like I was holding people to a standard. Like I was saying, um, I feel like people can make their choice and do whatever they want. And if they feel like sign up for a show is going to make them happy and do that, it's fine. Because nobody I think at the time when it first became hot was signing up strictly to say yeah i'm gonna go in there and just fight like at the time it was like reality tv is hot we're gonna be seen let's dress up and so it was cool and the fighting came along with it so for a long time i was like i don't like seeing my sisters fight you know we gotta strengthen the black brand we gotta keep that together but then it's like why are you gonna turn your back on your sisters now that you see them on tv like just because you feel like you feel like they've made a wrong decision and then it's like with phaedra i will use as an example a lot of people did not like they don't like how sexual she can be and she's supposed to be this uh, businesswoman, and she's supposed to be this churchy, spiritual, religious woman. And then she's, like, out here mm, But doing... she's also super... She's sexual, but she's super respectable at the same time. Exactly. So and she'd I... be, like, hella shameful about the shit that she's doing. And it's mm, like, I, it you also, don't have to be that way. There's also true, an true. element of hypocrisy there, I think, yeah. that contributes to people viewing her the way that they do. Right. I think for most of the people that... And not to interrupt you, but just no, to ahead. infuse this. I think that most of the people who do find a problem with Phaedra's behavior... It comes from, like I said, just the hypocrisy of it. You can't parade yourself around as this "quote unquote" Southern Belle cutout. You know what I mean? Well, make Pedro reference a, a, to make reference to your mother being choice. a minister. Make reference to all of these things being, you know, what you build your light around, your life around, and exactly that of qualifiers. And then be exposed for exactly who you are. Now, we could go all the way into it. See, but, but that's exactly the trap. Exactly. That's it a, and it's a trap that's, that I think it, but, I can't But is it a trap? Fall. I feel like it's a choice. Uh, no, you. a self-imposed yeah. prison. Yeah, yeah It's yes. absolutely Boom. a self-imposed prison. What? Because yes. What are you going to... Wait. Because I understand what Phaedra's going through. Because I think it's it's a lot of us end up in that... I want this persona that needs to be seen. She's thinking, I want to put out this classy Southern belle. You know, I mean, I'm guessing. I don't know Phaedra at all. She ain't even a favorite. <laughs> we up here talking about Phaedra. Like, right, but just, just her persona. <laughs> right. Like, sometimes you want to put out this higher self vision. It's who you wish you were. I feel like my higher self is all of me, though. But that's the problem, what I'm saying. We assume that this higher self vision is what people need to see. But at the end of the day, this ties into the saving the world bullshit that I'm kind of starting to get off of as well. 
why are you trying to live for this perception? Because you're stressing you. yourself. Great. When in reality, why did Dustin say he was drawn to Netta? Because she's out here, you tweeting know, Boosie lyrics, tweeting Boosie <laughs> lyrics while jumping fences with the guards, you know, yep. f- uh, flying helicopters looking for her because she's out there, like you know, at the front line. And that is what made us feel, when you read those tweets, it's like, this is a real person, like a whole complex human being right here. (laughs) I think what everyone really needs to realize, like we say, everyone is problematic. People really do not believe that they can be problematic. And it's like, "Mm -mm, the first step is admitting that you're not perfect. Right. And like, that's how you break down the barrier of being somebody's quote unquote hero. I tell people, please don't. Right. I'm not Coretta. I'm not Rosa. I'm not Shirley. I'm none of them. Like, and I love them and I honor them, but I'm me. Right. We're going to have a new thing. Like, I'm not going to be putting on airs. There it is, or, right there. Well, what about white people watching? Like, I do not care about the white gaze. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's why you hold all of them up here and you're like, oh, no, they were our gods. No, they were real people. And, like, if you do reading, if you research these people that you hold us to this standard to, you will see all their shit is right there yeah the only difference is they just don't have social media i remember when, when i forget what i was watching and it was about mlk you know when you think of mlk man he's like <laughs> he was out here well that's what i'm saying <laughs> i didn't know like i remember being i think in the sixth grade they made us watch the eyes on the prize series yes. you remember oh, that? Oh, i my love God. it yes. that's what i so first, first learned about emmett till like yes i mean that series was incredible they should put that back in the schools by the way <laughs> on netflix actually mm-hmm. but yes. that series opened my eyes because that was my introduction i had just started private school you know in public school they was not teaching us none of that Mm -hmm. so i was like oh my god it's like a whole world that i was completely oblivious to and when you start learning about mlk he's so godly he was so perfect and innocent and pure and i remember (laughs) just really believing this pressure almost it creates of you like how can i be like mlk (laughs) where i don't want to be violent and i want to just hug people and hold their hands and, and protest peacefully, you know? And then the older you get, you start reading his later works where he started realizing that, that all that shit was fucked up. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and unfortunately, that's when he was killed, so we didn't get to see how he was able to evolve out of those thoughts. And, how, how bizarre. And, that that's and then when, he the, was when they were recording him, that they they started talking about how he was like in hotel rooms with women in the recordings and I was like what no I'm not I'm okay like that shattered me you know what I mean because it it, I had this image that I painted and I imagined him feeling like he had to be this perfect god body walking through the streets you know protesting and I, I I'm learning now like this when you try to keep that light too polished for the sake of quote unquote the light being the light of whatever it is you're creating it's just it's gonna kill you it's gonna exhaust you because at the end of the day it's gonna burn out you can't live up to that you can't impossible and that's like expectations like expectations people have of you yeah things that you've grown up or society has told you you're supposed to be like at 27 i should be like married 
or something. Right. Like, according to the church, my grandma goes to. Right, yeah. I should probably be married somewhere barefoot cooking dinner at Absolutely. this time. And not, Literally at this time. Right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, like, thir- no, Thursday night, dinner husband needs hot. his food. Okay. okay, and I'm just like, no, that ain't what I want to do. Yeah. Unless it's what you want to do. Right, unless that's right. literally where I'm at yeah, in life. That's not like it. it. And I, I, what yeah. I'm learning is that what makes us, what makes your work, whatever your work decides to be, what makes it special is how you express it. Yep. And I was supposed to do a shoot for my brand um, in L.A. like that's coming up soon. And we were kind of doing the mood board of, well, who is Hey Friend Hey and <laughs> wellness and mm-hmm. all these things. And all that kept coming up were like rocks and beaches and waves crashing and lots of like plants. And I was like, it's so fascinating to see how other people interpret interpret who you are. And I was like, actually, I think it'd be cool if we had me on like some dope ass low rider bike in front of the bodega with that with the alley cat that you know just like and I'm the wellness girl yeah and I'm a tomboy everyone who knows me in real life (laughs) knows that I'm body cons all the (laughs) (laughs) not the (laughs) the express commercial every day exactly like that express commercial is not who I am at all I turn it on if I feel like it because I have it but I'm not if the night calls for it (laughs) or the day or the day uh, right but I'm a tomboy Boy, at the end of the day, that's my comfort zone. And I think it'd be funny to be, to go onto a site if someone's telling you, oh yeah, there's this girl that does wellness. And when you pull up the site, she's in front of a bodega with Tim's. You're not going to believe <laughs> it's it. It's lit. Yeah. To the average person, they'd be like, you can't do that, friend. That's not going to express your brand well. Why not though? Because that's it's how me. I express myself, you know. Yeah. And I think it's this pressure we start creating of what things look like, as opposed to what we feel mm-hmm. they should be. Yes. And with Netta, like, I wonder if you ever. Well, you said you don't ever feel the pressure, but in the beginning, Hell yeah. there was a time where you were like, maybe. Oh, I the shouldn't. first time <laughs> I was not tweeting about protests, people were like, "What are you doing?" Even now, every once in a while, somebody like, "Well, you're not tweeting about this. What about the news?" Like they try to hello, control. like who, who, what is the news talking about that right. I want to listen to? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like the other day, I had a Destiny's Child day because I was like, "Look, y'all, president with Michelle Williams is shit. still crazy, <laughs> right?" Tweeting Michelle, I'd rather do that than right. talk about Kellyanne, bald head ass. So, <laughs> like, that's what I would rather do. It's <sighs> literally you. You call the shots, right? Thanks again to Talkspace for supporting this week's episode of the Friend Zone. Let's talk a little bit about Talkspace. Talkspace is the online therapy company that makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist handpicked just for you for as little as $32 a week. The stigma surrounding therapy in our communities is far too prevalent, and it can be hard to unpack that mentality and give it a chance. When you speak to a therapist, you're doing the work to put yourself on a path to a happier life. And with Talkspace, you can text, audio, and video message your therapist as much as you want at your convenience, and at your discretion. Join the over 500,000 people who have used Talkspace for online therapy with their licensed therapist. To sign up or to learn more, go to Talkspace.com zone. And as a special offer for our listeners, you can use coupon code zone to get $30 off your first month and show support for this podcast. That's zone and Talkspace.com zone. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Okay. What a beautiful place to be. 
What man. a beautiful place to arrive at. Just that freedom of not having the pressure of trying to conform. Yeah. Not having the pressure of trying to please. Not having the pressure of trying to represent or account for. Just simply being able to exist and produce. I think that's what my mom really always told me is like, be mm-hmm. yourself. I was the only black girl in every school mm-hmm. um, or one of very few. Mm-hmm. And um, literally, it was just watching her. Like, independent, single mom, me and her. We basically grew up together. And she was just always herself. And I got to see, like, the many facets of what a black woman can be. And then I was confused because I'm like, you, my mama too, though. Like, so... <laughs> What do you mean you going to a hair show in these booty shorts? Like, <laughs> you my mama. I what you got it. on? And she'd be like, girl, I'm grown, though. How you think you got here? And I'd be like, oh, you right, because you, you be having sex. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to really, like, mm, yeah. So when, like, Phaedra, when she'd be, like, trying to act like she's not sexual, girl, you got two kids. Thank what are we you. talking about? How did they get here? Right. right. And that's for what you. made it worse when yeah. when things started. I saw everyone online like knocking her for lying about the pregnancy. Oh, that was a mess. And, she and I'm like, about you everything. lying? But that's something like it was you know, a self-imposed prison. Yes. She created this story that okay, no one but, would have But another part of duality, she can be a liar too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. If she I'm so just chooses. Saying. However, you, you know, deal with it. <laughs> lying. Let's look at Kellyanne. When you lie, oh, come on. how does it wear you out? I don't know when the last time Kellyanne had a good night's sleep. She looked like she a cigarette butt. <laughs> Kellyanne Conway looked like a Marlboro cigarette I was going to say old Marlboro. Yeah. Oh, or American God. spirit. You know, they always ball up. Yeah. Okay, the blue box or the orange little? The oh. yellow box. Yes. <laughs> she just tired. She looks mm-hmm. exhausted. Like, uh, I just, I can't live in lies. She looks like somebody put you. her in rice. Yes. <laughs> but I think that's also when you, like, not working in your purpose. Not right. that I give a damn what Kellyanne's purpose is, but for black people. Like, if you're not in your purpose, your life will just be consistently chaos. You will it be will. in that turmoil. That is so true. And I actually, I think what has become a meter for me is how I feel when I'm doing something. Yes. If I start getting really jittery and nervous, I know automatically that there's a part of me that's being misrepresented. Yep. Mm. And it's that easy now. Like my intuition calls me out every, every time. The calmer look at, look at, that's I right. what I'm looking for next on my, my <laughs> No, it's toolkit. so true. The calmer I am, like let's say with the wellness retreat, that right now is me. A hundred percent. Like, it's where I am mentally, spiritually, emotionally. It's perfect. It's exactly who I am today. So when I step into the room with those women, there's no turning anything on. I don't even get nervous. I don't lose sleep the night before. I'm not on the flight headed to the city like, oh, my God. If anything, I'm stressed about the logistics because I'm just a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. But for the actual event itself, I am so calm. A level of calm that... is almost like beside me like I can't even understand like Fran you are growing up but I'm realizing that it's when you are not misrepresenting who you are in any capacity then you can walk into a room and just be fine yeah like you're just fine but now I know it's almost like I created that compass for myself where I'm like if I am walking into something and my heart's beating kind of fast you're fronting somehow, whether it's what you're wearing is fake, <laughs> what you're about to talk about is fake. You know what I mean? It's a room that you know you're not supposed to be in. Like something is off and I can always gauge it by my intuition kind of letting me know you're playing yourself right now. And I think that's important. Yeah, I think it's important for people to kind of pay attention to those things. My friend Erica always says, 
what lie have you told yourself about X? So when I was like having a really hard time writing, like could not write. She's like, what lie are you telling yourself about being a writer? Like, you've done it. We've Ooh, seen you do it. That's real. I know you can. Yeah. So what's blocking you? So then we went through this whole process of being like, well, what if people don't like it? And then she was like, why do you care? It's yours. And literally, if you have a thought or an idea, that means it won't be expressed unless you do it. Text Erica right now. Yeah, I, I need to talk to Erica. Where is Erica? Do you have a lot of friends like Erica? I do. I do. Look, makes look. a difference, man. Listen, Erica is a spirit. She's a spiritual life coach, anyway. So, like, low key, she's my unofficial. Right. That's why I had to move. Like, right. let me go be closer to Erica so That's I can real. sit on her couch and cry or get my hair braided like I did last week. <laughs> or, Duality. Right. Like, duality. Okay. Erica, listen. Get you somebody that can do both. <laughs> she knows she can do it all. I'm like, girl, what don't you do? That's Shit. so real. So, it is like literally what lies are you telling yourself about anything? Hmm. And I think that's so, I mean, I, I couldn't put it better myself. Like, <laughs> If when you are create like following a formula or basing your career path on witnessing someone else's moves, all those things are lies that you're creating about what that yes. path could be. Because it could be t- something totally different that's way more catering to your emotional, <laughs> mental, spiritual needs, and it's going to be expressed so beautifully if you can just tap into what that means for you. And it'll happen easy, too. Oh, like my God. When things it's, are like... That's, when you, the, that's what flow... That's what the word flow is. And the word ease has been, like, meditative for me this yep. year. I will just say that to myself every time. Like, when I'm doing something or creating or stepping into a room, I'm always like, this is just ease. This is ease. And it has to feel that way for or me surrender. or I won't do it. I yeah. love the word surrender for 2017. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that word, too, but I have a hard time with that. Why? Me, too. Because we like, Aries. Hey, you know, because I, we are I, Aries. I'm going to do it because I want to. Right. And I'm going to do it when I want <laughs> That's to do right. it. <laughs> but the universe be dragging me like, nah, I said, write this down Harambe. right now. <laughs> Every time I'll be like, all right, Harambe, come on, shit. Every time the universe do that shit, I just stick my neck out. Like, come on. Whatever. Fine. Take me wherever. Fine. Right. Now, so, yeah. part of the human experience, too, is that we're not always going to feel that ease. Hell Because no. it comes and goes. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody that's perfectly mastered calm mm-hmm. and who they are. There's some days that you feel like you and some days that you forget what that even means. Now, on those days that Netta has forgotten and you've kind of stepped into the chaos, what do you, what reels Netta back in? Listen, <laughs> it's a whole spiritual squad. Like, I between Erica, I go see a shaman named Rochelle. <laughs> a shaman named Rochelle. In Yo, D.C.? Duality. <laughs> their, in pronouns, DC. their pronouns are they, they, them. Yes. <laughs> and Rochelle is just literally, between Erica and Rochelle, like, literally... Erica also says that you need to have people close to you that hold the truth about who you are for when days when you forget. Ooh. So now that I've started meditating and I feel more grounded. Oh. walk out the studio. Rosante <laughs> had to get up. Look, you need to call Erica. <laughs> I'm, has, I'm, ha- I'm passing her number out everywhere. That's so real. Um, so like just really remembering the truth of who you are and then focusing on that. So the more I started meditating, the more grounded I feel. So it would be some situation. I'd be like, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about anything. Oh, my God, the world. And she would be like, Netta. 
like she was like, like okay come back to us are you done and she's like <laughs> i'm gonna let you you know cry let it out but let's focus on what's true like what is the truth about this situation and then rochelle listen i just rochelle just be like mm-hmm, i felt all of that however <laughs> i'm like uh, all right i guess you're right so just between the two of them period and maybe like my sister my little mm. sister because of course she knows what the hell is true about me like we've been together for 16 years now so That's she so knows cool. she knows what's up and what about do you have like rituals girl or things that help ground you when those people don't happen to be around hell, i have this literally my notebook is netta's spiritual notebook like that's the that's what i really love it everything i've written down in there i have done so i would say like i want to go to california to go to santa monica to go to my favorite beach and like just be on the beach because water like i'm an introvert so water like really calms me down yeah and it's just my favorite beach so i write that down whenever i'm ready and then boom i'm at the beach Mm. and my friends think i'm so crazy because i would just be like oh i'm just gonna go have a siesta <laughs> Real quick, I'll be back in like two days, but I just need this right now. Mm. Or um, so between my notebook, I love to flip through it and just be like, "Wow, that really happened." I wrote that down, not really believing, but then like once I honed in on it and like just the power of writing things down, mm. it's just like so. the universe gives you thoughts, and then like you can keep them in your head if you want to, but when you write stuff down, that's why I'm not writing down this idea I have. <laughs> Right. I know once I write it down, like it's gonna be bigger than me. So that's what's bigger than me. Like the things that come with ease and like just the what would I say? I don't know if it's just considered manifesting, but literally just how um how easy everything happens and falls into your lap, or you'll be like, I need a person who can help me with X, Y, Z, and then boom, here comes one of your friends, like, hey, girl, I'm going to come over, and we could talk about blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? I prayed for this moment. Thank right, you. Right, because it's a genuine, pure creation. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Super. Up here sound like Abraham Hicks. <laughs> hey, wait. Let's, let's, that's why. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's why. <laughs> My book. Asante even doing is on, I left it on the couch because I got the, the manifestation book. I've only been Abundance. listening to the. There we go. Uh, and I was listening to uh, Abundance <laughs> on YouTube. Man, listen. Uh, <laughs> listen. Uh, <laughs> like, I've been like, I'll watch a YouTube video and be like, nah, that hit me. Let me go buy Every the book. time. Or the Audible. Or something. I need it. Like, I have to have it. You know, you say Audible and Audible has become my best friend. Like, I love, part of my morning routine now is playing and is playing an Audible in the morning. And I was telling you guys that I don't know what's going on, but I love T.D. Jakes now. <laughs> what? <laughs> so random. I have no idea why I'm so yes. drawn to T.D. Jakes. Get you a piece. It's something. Like, <laughs> no, not like that. Get I you. Mean, no. Imagine. <laughs> I DM him like good morning, big head. The first lady, the first lady. Okay, big head. Stop every Sunday. Come on, friend. (laughs) Y'all better stop. Boy, email me like, hey, I heard you talking about. (laughs) He he, he gonna DM you like it is written. God forgive us. All right, who in the hell keeps That's calling? Who is okay. calling? Look, Jesus on the main line. He about to get answer for real. Okay, <laughs> we finna get a real answer. 
No, but it's something about his energy and a lot of the things he talks about. It'll be right on time. Like, I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. T.D. Jakes, yo. And I randomly just clicked him because I just, I just knew his face. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I need to give it a listen. No, but you know what? The thing is, I never I... connected to T.D. Jakes because I have my own issues with the church. You know, I have, like, my mental blocks that I'm working through as well. Because yeah. a lot of you have emailed me and told me I should. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, you know, admit that I have my own walls with the church. But I clicked him because I was like, you know, let me give T.D. Jakes a chance. And I was so glad that I did. I can <laughs> genuinely say that he is a refreshing perspective in my spiritual regimen now. Because, you know, I'm listening to people like Osho and Ooh. Abraham Hicks and Muji. Jocelyn Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but wait, wait. Jocelyn is not doing bad. We're going to go. We're, we'll get there. Okay. We're not there yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Right. And like Michael Beckwith, which Ooh. we've shared about Ooh. Netta them on books. Twitter. Right? Listen, them so books. These are people that I'm drawn to because of their spiritual perspective. So T.D. Jakes, mm-hmm. I mean, out the blue. But I totally love him in the morning. His voice... <laughs> My mom was like, it sounds like he's yelling at you. I'm like, I like it. <laughs> she came over one day because I was I had like a really early flight and she came to say bye and she was just like, she looked at me like, what are you playing? Because <laughs> this guy's like yelling in my kitchen. <laughs> I was like, it just wakes me up in the morning. <laughs> you know what? And back before podcasting became like super popular, I used to watch... Um, Joel Osteen's video podcast. Oh, and there's like, Joel. The Maya loves Joel. I can't deal with Joel. Joel. It's, it's, it's I a, haven't been able to connect to Joel. Do Black Lives Matter. His voice this, this doesn't. Is, I told you this was back before podcasts were uh, happened, so you know I'm that like, was ask, back before. Ask, ask him how you feel. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. He is just a, a he was a motivational speaker. Not was. even like a. Used to be. I mean, right. Used to do. <laughs> but uh, don't do that no more. Okay. He's put think, some gems. I mean, I've yeah. definitely heard okay. gems, but... And that's another thing, too. I think that ties into... Duality. Duality of how oh can... God. Like, can you connect to someone's light if you can't connect to their human filter? Yeah. I mean, I think you just take gems from everywhere. You, like, take whatever's what resonates is true to you. But to go back to what you were saying, my, my grandparents were just with me for a week. And they've never heard of Michael Beckwith or anything. So I'm listening to the audible loud as hell, like in, in my bathroom, doing the deep breath. And he's yes. like, take a, take a breath right here. <laughs> and I'm in here like, and my grandma was like, what are you, what's wrong? <laughs> I'm like, lady, I'm over here you minding my business. And Riley, do you want to come over? Like, you want to join? <laughs> Sit on the floor? We can do this. But right. Like, leave me alone. And I think that to me is And I think that is probably what I I am when I was saying earlier that I'm going through my growing pains is because I think you do have to be more allowing of yourself and going through these different evolutions of what finding yourself means. And I like I was saying, you know, I went from not believing anything and sort of being this sort of uh, numb person because you become numb to the world at some point in your life then when you wake up you go a little hard because <laughs> you're excited and you calm down yeah and then you need to calm down there's almost a crash I think that happens and I think what I I think I'm coming from the crash now like I crashed recently and starting to see like my own judgments I saw like I saw a post I forget where it was about ego traps 
you know, like as soon as your mind starts telling you that someone else isn't living right, you're already in the wrong, regardless of how many books you've read, how many no, quotes you know. Now, wait a minute now, dude. Depending <laughs> on who it is, friend. <laughs> no, regardless, you just don't have the right. You know what I mean? You're creating judgment. separation. You right. have to do things without judgment. No, and it's I'm judging. It's some motherfuckers. It's okay, some people I'm, on the list. For me, it would be like <laughs> my person. Like if my friend comes to me and says something oh, like no, super yeah, 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 yeah. out of the blue, where I'm like, that's not even in your character. But however, right. it's my right. job to be like, no judgment. I'm here to listen. My goal for this year is just to be more open to new shit. That's literally yeah. it. Because everybody's trying new shit. So it's like, I can't be like, mm, that ain't what you should be doing. Like, because how do I know? Right. And I think that's what I'm piecing together now is it's your life should be bits and pieces, you know, of what you've extracted from what feels good and then throw away the rest, like yeah. I usually say. And I think now I'm starting to pick up the pieces where someone like a T.D. Jakes, who normally I would be like, no, I'm not. I don't do the super church. Like, that's just not. But if he's spitting gems and I'm feeling something... I mean, how can I it's look at this man? Yeah. And I don't mean you got to go join the congregation. And it does not mean right. that I'm going to go right. to see him and sit in the super church, you know, waving my hands. But it just means that in the morning, for whatever reason, when I wake up, we connect. And, and that's all his role is. And, and I love it. And I think that's when you start understanding who you are, when you find those things that connect. And woman that I loose was good. <laughs> Look, the book and the film. The film. Remember when, remember when uh, Jennifer Lewis came outside? You got this beautiful black queen sat it before you. That that movie was hilarious. Is that the one with Tasha Smith in it? Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's somebody just homework. Watch watch Woman Thou Art Loose. Oh my and text God, me all the, the parts that made you laugh. That shit was funny <laughs> as hell. And it was not <laughs> supposed to be funny. I hate movie, I hate when movies be like serious. So, and I watch okay. them and just be like laughing. Yes. Speaking of like non-judgment and being serious what right now. I have a, no, I have a very, very serious question for you. Oh my God. Why am I like... Who knows what he finna say? I have a very serious question for you. Oh Speaking God. of duality... <laughs> I would like your thoughts on Portia versus Candy. Stop. Oh, no. Stop. 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 Now, you just said you're being Ooh. free this year. You're letting people know how you really feel about it. You know, you're saying it like it is. Let's talk about Portia. Question me. Hey, look, when I saw that scene, all I could tweet was, oh my. Because I was just like. Now, for those of us who did not see the scene, we need some background. Go ahead, Dustin. Well, hey, you know, for those of us who didn't (laughs) see the scene, Candy Burris and Portia Williams from the Real Housewives of Atlanta have reached a dead-end street when it came to what they had (laughs) presented to us as a friendship. Um, there have been accusations the of lesbian activity right. issued out lesbian first, activity. first on behalf of Portia <laughs> Williams saying that Candy Burris was a closet lesbian. Candy got wind of it and said, hold up. <laughs> they don't know you like I know you. <laughs> and she got she brought Portia's ass to the table Hello. and called her to task. <laughs> and she said, how dare you? Okay, because every wall in that house is glass if you call somebody a lesbian and throwing stones. So... Candy brought out that Portia has been documented as well as having you know, sexually relations with women. And she also brought up how Portia had issued that anti-gay sermon, you know, for yes. you know, very, very vague reminiscent mm-hmm. of what Kim what? Boogie Down Burrell did a couple Boogie weeks ago. Down. <laughs> Jesus. And so um, I just want to know your thoughts, boo. I think Without um, judgment because we One, friends. that shit was messy as hell, first of all. Mm-hmm. Like, if y'all going to do some dirt, 
keep keep the dirt wherever it is. So I feel like Portia shouldn't have even been like yeah. playing with Candy like that. If there you, you know somebody knows something about you, you need to relax. And, Especially if you're lying and, and, and hiding to, shit. What, let's, so let's also be clear on the fact that Portia and Candy never even had a conflict. Ever. All of this arose Ever. from Portia opining on Candy's comment and conflict and fallout with Phaedra. With Phaedra. Right, this had nothing to even she do with Nothing you. to do with her. Now and your so business just, all out in the street. She just all came out the gate like, or maybe Candy's still in a closet, but that ain't my business. But you said it. You just said it. Now it is your business. And you said it to the wrong person because Sheree put Messy. it in her mail carrier. Your bag and ran straight to the address. The bone collector. Sheree needs to stop. I think. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's really all about living in your truth. If yeah. you like to have sex with women, that's what you like to. Then have. that's what the hell you like to do. Like just what the thing about them on that show, like the casual homo- homophobia that comes out of Come Real on. Housewives of Atlanta, Married to Medicine. I mean, they will say some dog, like some straight dog low down shit to each other because <clears throat> like you have all these preconceived notions of what sexuality is mm-hmm. if you want to have sex with a woman and you are a woman do that That's whose right. business is it not mine so what do you Marla- say to somebody like Portia I'm sorry no, Sante, who then uses that <laughs> as something derogatory like a weapon to her. like well yeah. you have, girl and you do too like I love that Candy was just like um Candy said, let's she talk about the truth right. right like mm, talk about the truth though so i just think you know if you do things without shame and quit hiding everything mm-hmm. and quit folding to the expectations of what you're supposed to be like they the southern bell or whatever it is this archetype of like well i should be this way and then there won't be anything to expose ex- right hello right you could be as free as you want to be we literally wanna- make our lives difficult exactly yeah. on purpose even when you ain't ima- got no imagine life. if if they were like yeah like Women, okay, right, like, and that's what that's what Candy said. That's why I love Candy. Candy was like, "What else? No secret. What else is there to talk about?" She was like, "I don't live my life in the closet." Because she didn't. She could have literally, when they asked her that, when Marlo said, "Candy, are you a lesbian?" Candy could have been like, "No, I'm married." Okay, right. that's what I am. But she said, now if y'all really want to know, <laughs> and, and told she them straight has a up. sex toy line. Like, what the hell? You think she's going to be like, no, I ain't never fucked with no females before. <laughs> and, and if that was the case, she that's what it is. And she could yeah. say it. But she said, if you want to know, I, I have. And I was right, like, oh, like and what's well, the was, next question? Because, you know, people will be so quick to be like, I've never done that. And then it goes into a back and forth of who, who would have been what? more gay in any instant. And it's just insulting to be gay. And it's like, uh. Right, like, like it's some disease. Like, can right. you calm down? They went from using, she went from insulting her about being gay to then them calling each other hoes. And I was like, Right, oh like, you, God. what did they call each other? Stank hoes? I'm like, uh, what? Uh, How old are but we? But see, all of that came Stank from Portia. Hoes. And scenes <laughs> like that never happened on The Real Housewives of Atlanta before Portia came on. I'm just going to say it. I just feel like she lives with a lot of, like, shame about who she really is. Well, she came is. on as a liar. Well, she right. came on the show with saying Cordell. that Cordell she was is right. not perfect by a stepford far. wife. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And all that shit was And it was just a lie. Remember when they went to Vegas on the girls' trip in oh, season she was like, six? My I believe it was five. Season five. When they went to the strip club. Yeah, she was saying how she couldn't even go. Her she was bitching, ruining the trip, ruining the trip for everybody. But you was in the Trillville video, right? And now like, we find out you told Candy you want to, you know, eat her seat, eat poppy. her pee until she sees. And Candy was absolutely right. <laughs> no woman, it's your first time having sex with a woman. Like you're not gonna just wild out and be like, I want to. 
<laughs> be like, blah, if blah, I'm going to go, I'm going all the way right, there. Right, like, ma'am? <laughs> and then like, you're gonna try to tell me this your first time. Bye. <laughs> I just feel like Portia had a lot of issues because you know, coming from that Trillville video and then I need to watch this damn that... Trillville video again. I'll I didn't, send you I... the link. <laughs> but how did she go from doing that to even being like married to Cordell and, and being like how she was? Because she's so an opportunist. Know... That's how. And she My thought that word. marrying Cordell married Cordell. Cordell. <laughs> Might as well Cordell with the, the best what? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> Yeah, she thought that all of that was going to position her differently in life. And she was not being her authentic, true self. She was trying to present a false high self, like Fran was mentioning and Netta was mentioning earlier. And she got caught with her pants down, literally. Ah. So my thing thing is this. um, It's just no room for that. Shout out to Candy for, you know, operating from a platform of truth thus far. I hope she continues Right, like I have no problem with Candy. Me either. I don't think she's done anything that... Tell her that anybody else wouldn't I just do. Don't and like let that be. Plans. I think that's the biggest lesson. You guys don't have a problem. Why? Because she being herself. There's no false. And it's like Portia, if you persona. let go of all that shit, whatever it is, like unlearn all that shit, you could be as free as Candy is. She's I such really a pretty wish. girl. And you wouldn't be so mad at Candy being her her real self. I at least. That- I wish that that scene at the table would have gone a little different. Like if Candy was like, "Hey, you sitting up here talking like you wasn't hitting on me," and Portia be like. Do you remember that? And then like they started laughing yeah, or something, and then they could have like had it out and then been over it. It went Portia so left. Not equipped to do the other stuff, but no, she wouldn't have been equipped to even admit Mm-mm. to Candy at that table. Like, yeah, girl, we did that. But, but see, to me, like that Candy approached so that table trying to get some truth and bring some facts to the table. Portia got at the table and said, "Okay." Now it's me versus you, and I'm getting ready to be as nasty as possible. Now, do I understand that? Yes, because if I'm sitting down with somebody who I know is unreasonable and somebody who I know was wrong in the first place, then honestly, I'm not going to care what comes out of my mouth either. But that's not who Portia sat down with. Portia sat down to answer to the fact that she had started these rumors about Candy and said these things to be nasty, and it blew up in her face when she really wanted something else to blow up in her face, according to Candy, but that's none of my business. Good night. See, Portia, that's how you do it. You bring a fact, not no alternative fact. Portia thinks she know, but she have no idea. (laughs) So that's what that is. Slick. Yeah. (laughs) Since we're talking about TV, you know, I want to... Just really quick, say one thing about the Married to Medicine reunion. Okay? Come on, on, boo. I'm ready. ready. You're ready. I got you. Y'all really love this show. Hey, Heavenly is. (laughs) But you know what? And, I'm, and I was listening to the read, and Fury was Man. like, he's married to... I was like, no, oh, not you It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. You, you need to watch that reunion. If you the don't reunion, watch nothing You should else. watch the reunion at the very least. Just to, I, just, I actually am curious, friends, to know what you think about the ladies of Married to Medicine. The women of Married to Medicine. The ladies. Not even any ladies. other show at this moment, but Married to Medicine is the one I want your opinion on. I know. I feel like... I, I, feel I already so know who she's going to like. exactly who you're going to like. Like, I know who you're gonna Dr. like. Heavenly? I know exactly. You will enjoy. You <laughs> gonna enjoy her. I don't know I if you'll like, like her. She's gonna be entertained by her because of me. <laughs> She's funny as hell. But I think you're gonna like Dr. Jackie. Yes. I think Lord. you're gonna love Dr. Dr. Jackie. Simone, Dr. Jackie. You'll like them. You'll like those do. You'll like the duo. <laughs> Maybe Miss Quad. I love Quad. I love but Quad. But I also you recognize a lot quad? of the things that that Quad does that are not necessary and that damage her. For example, Quad did not handle herself right at that reunion. Every time they asked her anything, she responded with some sort of ridiculous, you know, 
Um, oh, well, I said, you know, well, come on in and slay, honey. Or, or yes, well, I'm giving the girls, uh, you know, all that shit. Goal. Instead Got of it. talking G-G. about <laughs> what happened during the season, which is what we wanted. Quiet right. handled herself so well during this season. She did. She stayed above the fray, i.e. Mariah. And <laughs> she just, you know, she took care of her business. So I found that quite interesting. Um, there's a lot that I could say about Mariah, but I just think she's a rotten individual. I've never forgiven her for the disparaging remarks that she said about Dr. Jackie. Um, Mariah is fake, and she's looking for something to hold on to. She's looking for a moment. She's trying to argue with any and everybody that she can. And just her efforts be have been on the futile. show still. Yep. Just to be on the show. She looked tired and ragged at the reunion. <sighs> she took her shoes off and said it was because she had the same ones on the heavenly head, but I don't believe it was, in my humble opinion. It was because her <laughs> foot was hurting because she was used to wearing that boot. Speaking of that boot, everything that came out of my mouth at the oh reunion would have been a reference to a foot, shoe, boot, heel, ball, toe, <laughs> ankle, whatever. I would have kept the attention where it belonged, which was on that boot, that strap-up boot. I think um, mm-hmm. I think the other women on the show actually are, like, ready to move on from all that fighting They all shit. are. They all are. All of them. Except Mariah like, and Lisa. Right. They want to, like, keep up the drama so they Do can stay relevant. friend. But, again, that's what happens when you don't really have, like... That grounding of who the fuck are you really? So or the right you... people around you. Oof. Otherwise, you end up leaving the house looking like a majorette, like Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like who? What's them girls at? Jack- no. Is it Jackson State where the girls oh dance? So they're so oh, wonderful. She said, "I'm J- a bodysuit." Yeah. <laughs> And I was Andy, like, well, where's her baton? Andy loved the make right. Andy, stand up. Yeah, he loved like, making a fool of them. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, damn. Jumpsuit and the dream girls wig. And she told her to stand yeah. up. Yeah, he was like, stand He's up, like, show you know us. Jumpsuit, you're gonna have to show that. <laughs> oh my god, he <laughs> set so her shady. up for failure, and she stood up laugh? too. Like, <laughs> no, he, he did he have a smirk? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he laughed the whole hour. <laughs> the whole hour he was laughing. Mariah, her only friend left on the show, really was just looking when she stood up and was kind of like, like she was trying. Really hard to not, not make an expression. Because that's not her real funny. friend, and that's, and why, that's why Lisa Nicole was out here. Nobody not wants to film with Mariah, and nobody wants because to film with why? Lisa. Lisa don't even want to film with Mariah. Mariah <laughs> wants to film with Lisa because it's automatically attaching herself to the main source of drama in the show, and she feels like that'll ensure that she's visible. And have the right. nerve. No one wants her. Have the nerve to be clowning her, talking about, well, you know, I like a girl that can drink, but, you know, Miss Lisa, they don't like to drink. We're just going to have tea or something. With shit a lot like of that. sugar. With a lot of sugar. <laughs> and then they sat down and had that. She's just a horrible person. Every That's professional she did was disparaging and rude. Everything. This whole season, don't really. Don't she might be my fave. Oh, no. no, no she won't be. She's not going to be your fave friend. She's not going to be your fave. I know how you going to think about saving her. Immediately, friend. You go. You gonna just be like, no, see, you gonna she, call everything immediately. She needed to come to my retreat. No, no, no. she ain't gonna want to be. She would have <laughs> if this was the first season and we were still giving her a chance. But she has been like this insufferably for. Right. She now. also would be resistant to the work. Because oh, remember when Toya planned that spy day and told her to keep her ass in that room, she wouldn't even follow the instructions. She mm. went in the room with Simone. And that's why Toya said what she said to her. <laughs> oh, ooh. Your gay ass husband. I wasn't going to say it. I'm glad you did. That's what Toya said to her. It was was they just say anything and, to and each you know other. What? I was gonna. I was like, "Oh, Toya apologized on the reunion, but her apology, I forgot what it she said." It wasn't no damn that's real apology. Like, that's what I, was like, I didn't was like it. I, I thought she apologized on the show. She apologized, and at the time, I was, "Oh, she apologized." But, but why cry over again? Toya's dress, aka spilled milk? She <laughs> in this dress. <laughs> Toya's dress did look like it spilled. He was like push the mic away, <laughs> <by> <laughs> 
But it was good. Mariah's just tired, and I'm tired of her. I'll have more for you guys next week. I don't want to tarnish my sis Netta's wonderful appearance here on the Friend Zone <laughs> with Mariah Talk. So we'll move on. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I mean, let's. I think it's time to do what we usually do, which is what's the takeaway yes. for those who are listening that are kind of maybe caught in that web that they've you know self-imposed of not wanting to stain their work with the parts of their personality that they might think you know aren't um their best sides because we tend to do that to ourselves we we tend to think that there's a light and dark Mm -hmm. i personally feel like that's not true i think some and obviously this is my opinion. I think the light and dark is just who you are, and I think it's when a you, balance. Yeah, when you start separating that and and judging yourself, like, Ooh, then I only want to do good. Yeah, okay, but you have both sides. In you, it's though. a lot. It's just a lot of unnecessary pressure. And I think when you judge yourself on the light and dark, that's what allows you, like we talked about two episodes ago, to project <laughs> and start. Oh, that episode was so yeah, good. and start feeling like you have the right to decide what's good and bad on anybody else. Yeah, it's just not how life works. So I think when you look at yourself and realize, let me have more compassion for my own bullshit, then you will tend to have compassion for everyone else's. Erica always says, be gentle with yourself. It's so true. That's where it starts. Which is so hard for me. Oh, yeah. I'm so hard Being a perfectionist, I'm always just like, "Mm -mm, that ain't it. Yeah. But when will it ever be it? Like, when will you ever really be ready? Mm. Right. Ever. Right. Because your ego will tell you, oh, no, this is not perfect. Right. And that's why I think it's it's awesome to... And obviously, we've talked about this before. The internet is not a safe space. Mm. So that does not mean that you put everything you're stressed about or all these things you're worried about and allow people to have that in. That's not what we mean at all. This isn't even an internet-based conversation. This is for who you are, you know, who you are feeling you are inside and who you are projecting to be and whether there's a harmony in that. That's right. Literally yeah. all that it all that it is, whether it's in the workplace, family, friends, school, whatever that means. Bedroom. We don't just mean <laughs> Hey. <laughs> Somebody else's bedroom. Because hey. <laughs> the calm that I've been feeling lately is because there is more of a harmony in like this perceived version of friend that I'm I've, you know, created. I've kind of toned her down a little <laughs> and then this hidden person i've toned her up a little so they're meeting yes, each other right. you're right. in alignment and i'm in alignment and i think that that feeling is like the greatest but i would love for you guys to give your feedback for people that are listening like how do you stay in alignment man <laughs> how do how does the good and bad netta meet where does it meet <laughs> She every day, right? <laughs> every day we meeting, like, cause my ego would be like, "Ooh, bitch, you should go da 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 da." Like, "Ooh, you should take this opportunity; it'll change your life." Only, but only my life. And the higher part of me is like, "No, you need to do things that affect more than just you, more than just your family, more than just your your friends." Um, so just literally always just being in tune with: is this in alignment with my vision? for who I am even if I don't have the vision necessarily like all the way thought out but if I'm like "Mm, this don't feel right like you said if it doesn't feel right then I don't do it right it's just what it is Mm -hmm. I think another takeaway I would have for people who are like especially in the time that we're in like everyone wants to be an activist or a protester and you're like I don't know what to do don't look at me to be the only example right because like I didn't just look at 
um, Rosa to be the only example. Like, I learned who Claudette was, or I learned who um, Fannie Lou Hamer was, and I like pieces of all of them. Claudette from City Hall? I knew! <laughs> You're not going to say I was trying to hold it on. It, it so wouldn't be real if I didn't do it. it I was trying be to be real. my highest <laughs> self, and I was like, Dustin, <laughs> shut the fuck off. Don't even say it. Okay, not Claudette from City I mean, High. But, um, yeah, do your Googles. If you don't <laughs> do know who Googles. Claudia is, go find her. But uh, literally just, it's all about taking pieces of people that ring true for you. Like you said with, with not Joel, but uh, TD. With TD. Um, you just Uncle take pieces. TD. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So just, like, don't don't put so much pressure on yourself to be the perfect protester or the perfect activist. Or you have to have all the answers. I learn shit every day. Like, every day I'm learning something new. And unlearning a whole bunch of shit to learn this one new thing. Say that. Um, so that's like that's really the only takeaway I have. I love it. What about you or something? <laughs> Friends face. <laughs> you know me, I'm I'm like absorbing the gems. <laughs> well when I get high I like to align myself with food. All right. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so a lot of the time when I feel like I have anxieties and stuff, it's built up on what I'm thinking about other people. So I've just every time like I've just decided to take a step back and say, is this what other people are doing or is this what I'm doing? And every time I have to like really be real with myself about what's going on. And so if you literally just take that moment to talk to yourself about just making a fool of yourself or not. Because I feel like, you know, you were talking about everybody wants to be an activist today. Sometimes people will be like, I want to be an activist today. And so then they'll just like go retweet what everybody else is talking about and then give like a little piece just because of what they read. And it's like, you're not, you don't, you don't know what you're doing. It's more than that. And Right. And it's like, you could just be, you know, starting out to get into where you want to be. And that's a good step. But at least know that, know that that's what you're doing and say that, you know what, I want to be an activist and this is how I'm going to start. You know, this is my process. I'm going to, you know, get educated and then I'm going to, you know, go out there and do what I need to do. But um, as long as you like know where you're at and where you're going. So just always take that step back to refocus because, you know, now that I have relinquished control of or relinquished others control over my life, like I'm just really taking that time to reclaim and figure out what that means to me. Your life has been so lit, Asante. <laughs> like you know when what? I saw you at your job. <laughs> You were like, see him now, right? he was literally, I hate this fucking I'm telling place. You. And in my mind, like, he should just quit. Just quit. Just be hella free. And but you know it's what? so hard for people to do that first part. Was that the first time that we saw each other? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Okay. You, I, could, I could see in your eyes, you saw me for who I was in mm-hmm. that first moment. And mm-hmm. I, and, free. And I don't know what it was, but when I looked at you, I was like, damn, what the fuck am I doing in here? And, and actually... <laughs> Another guy that I work with, he actually was an activist, and he was going harder than a bunch of people at work about a bunch of shit, because we had white people coming in there every day, and they were always, like, fucking with us about mm-hmm. shit going on, because they didn't know the severity of it. Right. So then that day that you came in there, and I saw you, my friend, he was like, oh, my God, like, you know, she's out here doing this, and looked at me, and he was like, well, what are you doing here? Because uh- <laughs> he's like, if you know people like that, and not to say that, you know. Yeah. But it was just like, you know, we all... And then I looked at him and I said, well, what are you doing here? And we both woke up at the same time. I mean, shit, you, not even just me. I would just look at, like, just Crystal, Greg, Fran, Dustin, like, being around these self-made people who are independent, don't, you know, you out here hustling, but it's, like, the, the right way. That's inspirational to me. So you saying that you're doing it the wrong way? No. I'm say? just saying. I mean, they're doing it the right way for them. Oh, yes. Like, because our blueprints are all different. 
Absolutely. But and, just even being around, that's a whole it's other just thing inspiring too. to see that it works. Fuck yeah. That's yeah. a whole other thing, too. Whenever you take that step back, you need to make sure that what you're looking at is for you. Yeah. Like, oh, ooh, please like don't cover anything anybody else has. Oh, listen, my God. People will sometimes look at what somebody else has and say, I need that. Like, not even, like, knowing that the trigger for what might even be the excitement isn't even what they have. It just might be a trigger for just that your friend, you have somebody else in your circle winning. And Damn. Listen, okay, last thing. <laughs> Michael Beckwith has this part. <laughs> I love him. Where I love him. I went to his, um, the center I when was I was in L.A. Listen, I, I need to go I back. I was reading about him. Like, I need to just, like, pop in. Serious. Man, that Sunday was just magical. <sighs> Next time and I'm in like, L.A. He's real. Agape, okay. right? <laughs> yes. Yep. I'm going to be there. I'm going to go. Is that what JoJo did, though? Huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> look at me, huh? Um, so he says, like, when you see, when you're able to see somebody else's joy or when you're able to see somebody else's happiness or good news, the fact that you can see it means that you can have it too. That's it. So instead of like being like, ooh, I want that or like having that feeling of jealousy or anything like that, instead, ask the universe to give you that same joy, like replicate that same happiness in your life. Well, they say that what, like, whatever someone sees me as, is actually more of a reflection of how they see themselves. Yep. So that's why when people will leave comments under my pictures or whatever, like, Fran, you're just amazing. You're so sweet. Like, when people talk in those words and those terms and that kind of energy, it tells me everything I need to know about their life. Yes. Everything. More so than me taking in that comment, like, thank you. You right. know, like, I don't even absorb people's praise anymore. Oh I just God. view it as a measure of... Oh, that person must be like really figuring shit out. And then the people that are like, I just don't get this podcast. Fran talking about her mud beans and then dusting his, his housewives. Like it's just two different worlds. No, it's just maybe you haven't found how to like mesh those two parts of yourself. And that's fine. But we have, we're comfortable in these complexities and sharing them laughing and having a joyful show about it you know what I mean so I think seeing her anger at it I'm like is it because you haven't prioritized wellness so I annoy you you know what I mean like I think that's what it is a lot of the times it's mm -hmm. just people get mad at me because I've prioritized something that maybe they haven't so it just lets me know more about you than it does what like affect what I think about me mm. and I think that that's something that I'm learning and finally like when uh, Crystal and Fury were talking about how they deal with backlash, that's kind of what popped into my head. I'm like, it's really more of a reflection of it's you. It's them. Projecting. Every time. Totally projecting. Mm -hmm. And it's and it becomes a thing of projection and hypocrisy because people will judge you for things that you know they're doing. Man. <laughs> I'm like, I could read your Twitter right now. All it takes is a search. Right. Clearly. And you up here doing the same thing you talking about somebody yeah. else. Stop it. <laughs> so... You know, I don't know. I just think, um, I don't know. This is all just such an interesting journey of, like, figuring yourself out, bits and pieces, you know, reading, learning, dropping things. You? I'm going to be 35. And you're still learning yourself. Still learning. So people really think, like, ooh, I used to think, like, man, by the time I'm 25, I'm going to have this. Yeah, I'm you think married. by 30, you have it uh, all figured out. I'm like, shit. what? I just started, like, waking up at, like, 29. <laughs> so, Hell no. Like, you right. need to slow the process. The process is slow. Rebuking all of that programming. Okay. All of it. Letting it go. And, you know, even in the spiritual world, like, when I go to events, I'll notice the women will all look the same. They'll have that same flowy kind of harem 
um, pants and you know like that bodysuit and then the <laughs> like and, <laughs> body suit. yeah you know what I'm talking about that a hair spiritual body suit. body suit it's a spiritual <laughs> bodysuit it's like the uniform and the thing is I have a couple I wear them there's a totally oh, no, no judgment <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about it's a look and that's what starts kind of making me feel weird when I enter spaces and I'm like if all of us are looking like this Something about this ain't right. Because <laughs> that means we're all playing a part. You know, we all design. This is what a hotep looks like. This is what a hippie looks like. This is what a rapper looks like. And you know that quote, if all of us are thinking the same, then one of us isn't thinking. That's how I start feeling when I enter spaces where I'm like, uh-uh. So I feel totally comfortable coming in my Tims. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's why I'll have a photo shoot in front of the bodega because I'm like, no, this is the truest expression of what friend the wellness slash hippie slash whatever, whatever the case is, because I'm not I'm not falling under the design of what like the physical world has created of what that looks like. You know, like I'm not going to give you that. I'm not going to have a bunch of like tattoos of shapes and, and, you know, triangles. And I can't like I'm not going to give you that look. You know, and I think that's what becomes dangerous. Everything is a uniform out here, and everyone just wants to follow what. what <laughs> <laughs> I'm still stuck in going. Spiritual bodysuit. You know, you know, because you know. Oh no, I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. Because I think it's important. Like things start. Like I get itchy now. I'd be like, oh shit! Like here, I thought I was awake. But all I did was step into a new dream. You know what I mean? Like a new, <laughs> it's just like a new level of fakeness sometimes. And mm. so I think you have to be aware of those levels that you think you're reaching and just make sure that it's still you in all those spaces. You know, be Wellness Bay, Hurt Bay, Boot Bay. Bay. <laughs> <laughs> How about I thought when I saw Hurt Bay, I'm like, so Hurt Bay and Salt Bay is like the same thing. <laughs> But then I thought, oh, they mean salt, like literally, like salt. You know, like like salt. Because you was like thinking like salt, salt. Oh, like, I was thinking like salt, you know, you saw it, like, like salt, salt bay. bay. Yeah, I didn't know that it was a whole other thing with a man and his elbow and his wrist and the yeah. throwing of the salt. I was like, okay. What about you, Dustin? You get the final word. Oh, Dustin's final word. <laughs> so the takeaway for me, quickly, I grew up in a very religious household with a lot of restraints. When I became an adult and decided to live on my own terms, I had a newfound freedom that I was excessive with, and I had to learn balance and restraint. Same thing. Um, And I learned the importance of intention. All actions that are deemed wrong or outlandish or um, excessive or whatever, certain things are not bad. They're just choices. And when you can separate, no, there is nothing wrong with me tweeting Boosie lyrics. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. I like little Boosie's music. That doesn't mean that I'm not also aware of the fact that I need to be doing whatever work I can to advance whatever initiatives I want to or whatever, you know, issues bring them to the forefront. I can do both, okay? Just like Shamia. I can do them both. (laughs) So so that's the takeaway for me, just learning how to embrace duality without shame and without guilt and learning how to embrace my desires and and enjoying my life without feeling guilty about not focusing my energy on things that could be deemed as more responsible or productive. That's the takeaway I have here. Be responsible with yourself. Hold yourself accountable. 
and enjoy all of the things about life that you want to while doing all the great work that you want to do and that you're driven to do. That's my only takeaway. With that sexy voice. Okay. <laughs> like, takeaway. got it. Everything that he said, sure. Right? <laughs> and it's just how, I think, have fun. Mm-hmm. Have fun being you and expressing what, like Nada was saying, that that message that you're supposed to come here to express to us, have fun figuring out what that looks like. Because I yes. think that's the fun part. Enjoy you get to journey. show us what that looks like because we don't know right. until you show you. us. Yeah. I have no clue. We don't know what that expression looks like, what your outfit, the way you talk, the, the way, way you you're going to translate this information. Like, that's <laughs> the fun part. You get to show us your perspective of something. And I think that that's exciting. And we should stop all looking like each other and sounding like each other and parroting, you know, Nut is a protester. I got to be like her and get, you know, everyone starts wearing T-shirts with Malcolm X faces on it and Afro pics. And why do we do that? Crazy. Or them eyelashes like Marlo was talking about. They too thick and they too big. Because they too thick and they too big. And on that Those note. Two. Oh, my God. Thank you, Netta. I love Thank you, Netta. You. I love awesome y'all. Conversation. This was so fun. Yes. Thank you so much I'm gonna for coming. I'm going to come back. Please, Please do, right? You know, you better. You better. You better. You better. You better. We love you. Thank you for coming. Thank and for, and for those of you listening, sorry that we had tech difficulties and it's a little late, but it's still here. Right. Well, I got a one homework assignment before we go and we can mm-hmm. close with this. Um, please, homework assignment, go to Solange Knowles' uh, Instagram account. It's Saint Records. She posted video footage of her, Kelly Rowland, and Nia, is it Andrews? I can't remember. Nia, Nia Andrews. Nia Andrews yeah. Singing the uh, magic interlude from A Seat at the Table. Oh, it's a live video of them. Oh and she tells this story of how she wanted it to sound like the prepping for a junior high school talent show. So she had just shown, played the demo for the ladies, I think, twice. And they did, like, two takes and then recorded it. And she had so much belief in, like, their talent and their capability to hold the harmonies that she kind of just let them go for it. And that's how we ended up with this gym. But you can actually see them singing that interlude. And it's one of my favorites. And it fits the theme of the show. And she said that they all had to go after that second take because they all had to rush and pick their sons up. It's the coolest shit (laughs) ever. So your homework is to go to the St. Records Instagram. Yep, Being a star and a mom. Okay. (laughs) And shout out to Charlie Wilson for his voice never changing. Ooh-wee. It's Black History Month, okay? We love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Love you, Netta. Love you. Hey, beautiful ones. I am so excited to announce that Colorful Lives on podcast with Angela Yee and Tatiana King-Jones is back to celebrate Black History Month. The first episode is out right now, and you can join us as we catch up with all the major changes that have happened since Colorful Lives wrapped last summer. Join in on the post-show discussion on Twitter by using the hashtag LiveColorful. That's hashtag LiveColorful with an extra L at the end. And don't forget to subscribe to Colorful Lives on iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Enjoy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.